Are we live on the rant? Let me know when we're live on the rant. Are we live on the We're rant? live on everything. Okay, cool. I didn't realize this, but next week's show is actually the five-year anniversary of us being on the rant. How cool is that? Kicking off a new year? Yes. Fifth year. Yes. What? Yes. Maybe. Huh? What's up, guys? How are you doing? All right. Why Kevin's frozen. Why? Oh, I know why it's dark. Hold on. I, oh, hold, hold on. on. Tony's got to fix Wait, I'm time out. Tinsel Tony. Oh, I'm not. Fix his How's that? Here. Huh? It's like I've come out of the darkness and into the light. You look exactly the same to me. Not even more handsome? That's uh, not even more handsome? Yeah. Like less ugly? Less hug? Did you say ugly? Yeah, I said ugly. I'm tired. What do you want? Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, sitting through a three-hour Marvel movie is, uh, is a grind. Oh, you went and saw the Spider-Man today. I did see the Spider-Man today. All right. Did you, what, did you like it? I enjoyed it. Uh, the one thing that I do regret not watching was the Amazing Spider-Man series when that was out in theaters. Because I had watched the original Spider-Man with like Tobey Maguire and all that. But I was not up on the middle movies before the Marvel Cinematic Universe story started with uh, the new Peter Parker and MJ and all that stuff. So, But otherwise, great film. Thumbs up. Great film indeed. Well, we got a great night for you, fans of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. Last show of 2021, uh, and we are going out in style. Kayla Sparks is joining us in about 15 minutes. Um, and we last spoke to Kayla in January of this year. And boy, did she kickstart her career. So we're going to talk to her about that. We're going to talk about the holidays. We're going to talk top 10 matches of 2021. We're going to talk NWA. We're going to talk Impact. We're going to talk day one WWE. We're making picks this week. I mean, not on the show, but we got to make picks this week for day one WWE. So much uh, fun and excitement ahead. Uh, It's a Monday night delight. Uh, Everyone has COVID in the WWE, so don't even bother watching Raw. You want to watch the Shining Wizards tonight. Um, yeah, we're going to have a good time. Right, Tony? Right, I Kevin? Guess. All right. Tony guesses. Kayla Sparks soon. I believe it. I got to find the thing. I got to find the thing. There it is. All right. All right. Good thing. It's, uh, what are we at? Episode 565. The last of 2021. Kayla Sparks. Top 10 matches and much more. All here next. On the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizards podcast as always we thank you for your continued support and now enjoy the show this is ada scott and you're listening to the shining wizards podcast what's up fuckers i love the big package and he's got those smelly balls the fuck are you talking about (laughs) fuck the shining wizards Don't dance our music.
Tony, what happened? So this is this is what I was talking about before we went on the air when you're crying about starting early so we can end early. So after last week's marathon, where I was trying to get some Christmas music in, I never readjusted the settings to allow our theme song to play because we were playing Christmas music for the intro. So thanks to you rushing me, we got a big gap in between. So welcome, everyone, to the last and hopefully the best episode of the year, the Shiny Wizards Wrestling Podcast, kicking off 2022. We got to say goodbye to 2021, doing some wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Welcome, everyone, live, watching along on the Facebook, on the Twitter, on the Twitch, wherever else we're live. I don't even know anymore. I don't know. Welcome to everybody listening in live on the rant, rantiamrieto.com. And welcome to everybody who downloaded us and has taken us every which way to go to return all those Christmas gifts you really don't want. Going out to buy your champagne for Chris for New Year's Eve, Jesus, and doing all that celebrating, fellas. What's going on? How you been? Great. How are you? Fucking annoyed that I forgot to recue the uh, theme music. I'm Other annoyed that. that you didn't do the. What's your What's your name, sir? Who am I speaking with? Oh, I'm not doing that shit again. Fuck you, because then because uh, then I get labeled for gimmick infringement. I'll let Matt do it this week. Uh, Matt. K. J. G. <laughs> Tinsel Tony. Tinsel Tony in the house. Yes. Ryan Romano says, all three of you broadcast from epic locations. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. Uh, gentlemen, bit, how was your my Christmas? Is quite epic. Christmas was cool. Uh, some unfortunate family uh, members missed out on Christmas festivities with the old COVID. But other than that, we didn't miss out this year. All three of us in our house were actually healthy enough and it was safe enough for us to venture out and have dinner with my dad and everything. And it was kind of cool and visited my sister-in-law and, you know, sent love to grandma and mom and everybody else. So all cool. How about you guys? Uh, my Christmas was fantastical. Nice. A great time. Got to see the, the folks or the folk and my brother. Uh, and went down to my sister-in-law's and, uh, Played with my niece and nephew all night because I hate adults and I don't want to interact with them. And uh, it was a good time. I asked you how your dad was doing. I hope now that we're speaking, if you had a few days to digest about it, your answer is a little different. He's doing okay. What did I say in the message? I f- Something along the lines of uh, miserable or... <laughs> no. He's just old. He's Joe Bowman. He's old. He's crotchety. He's got uh, cataracts. He's deaf. He's going deaf. He's a fucking disaster. But he was in high spirits. That's good. Yeah, those uh, those Christmas Day Budweiser's rocking and rolling at like 11 a.m. Of course did he, he did. Did he, did he bust out any uh, any Christmas dance moves? The famous? No, no, no dance moves. He was good. He sat there. He opened his yeah. gifts. He watched the Yule Log. We had a good time. Okay, so, he so I'm sorry. Here's the, here's the text. We'll get back to the Yule Log. Oh, Christ, so annoying. So that's part for the course. Was that was that in reference to my father, or was there something else you were talking about? No, because uh, uh, blah 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 blah. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe because I I mentioned that my kid might be uh, homeschooling. Uh, yes, again. that's what I was talking about. But then you didn't answer me to how your father was doing. Then you just completely fucking. Came I don't know what I was doing. Was I working? Was I out freezing my fucking balls off on the truck? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm pissed now. <laughs> Kevin, how was your Christmas? Some of those. Oh, my Christmas was great. Uh, early morning, me, my dad, my brother, my sister-in-law, the girls, presents galore, spoiled the crap out of them, kind of. 
and uh and then and then we went to their house for dinner with their with the in-laws so it was awesome man couldn't ask for anything uh anything better than that good times did, did you fellas get any wrestling related gifts oh i did i did uh no i did not nothing um no actually no right, nothing well, wrestling related your gift is still under my christmas tree it's the only gift there yeah i got i got your guys's gifts too so yeah there's we'll figure that. it out one of these days what do you got there kev got me a little might be the nicest looking action figure ever created luchasaurus ae dub nice fig uh, my brother got me, and he also got me some Christmas shiznit. Little oh, handmade Adam, Adam Page. Page. Yeah, man. Complete with beer mug and shot glass or rocks glass, whatever it is. And I only collect people that have been on the pod, but now that I have these, I might have to go full bore AE dub. Collect them all. Well, you better get in you better get in there now, brother. Oh well the the target. That my local my brother must have been at the same target I was the same day I was because he saw these and and the, the page wasn't there when I was there. So he must have got it right before me. Cause I met we talked about it because we always look for the chases. And th- I, I dove through every single figure possible, every single hiding place possible. And there were no chases, but there were also no Adam Hangman pages. So my brother must have got this right before I got there. And I'm glad he did because it's a beautiful figure. Nice. Might actually open them. There you go. Let him breathe, baby. How Might have to Matt? let him breathe, Matt. Any 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 wrestling gifts for you? Oh man, I got uh, I got a couple ROH figures. Nice. I got a Jay Lethal and a Jay Briscoe. Uh, mm. And then I got a couple. I got a um, couple DVDs and a bunch of books. Nice wrestling books, murder books, baseball books, a lot of books. Ugh, murder books. I already blew through one murder book already. Oh, jeez. I'm all in, man. Fucking shit fascinates me. I, I, <laughs> God damn it, Kevin. Right? Like, I read this book, Those Good Boys, and it's about a brother and his stepbrother, and they murder their mother. Why would they do that? She. she she was like she uh she was like a psychopath, schizophrenic, and uh no one wanted to get her help. Like her family wouldn't get her help, and then she took it all out on the kids. Uh and then the one kid just he had it, he had enough. He's had enough. And then he went soprano style right after he choked her to death, and he took her into the bathroom and he cut off her head and her hands so she couldn't be identified. Take out her teeth too, or no? No, he cut the head off. Oh, did what he soak it in lie? No, he just cut the head off and the hands off, and he put them in a bag and then put them in a closet, uh, and then they dumped the body. But they got caught dumping the body, and that's how they got caught. It's actually what? displayed on his mantle. Ugh. Above and the then fire last place. night I started the uh, the Sabu book. <sighs> you go from murdering mothers to murdering hotel rooms. Yeah, well, you know, I had I couldn't read. I can't read all the murder books in a row. I gotta I gotta break it up. You know. I get you. I get you. Sabu. Kate says, why do you want to know these things? Uh, I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated by it. Um, you know, He's what planning makes... for the future, Kate. No, planning, planning for, the future. for the future. I'm not planning for the future. It's just fascinating. What makes well, another person kill? What would yeah, drive but... somebody to that? 
level. You may not have any any person in mind yet, but I think that you're adding to your fucking psychopathic Rolodex, maybe. Just so this way, in case shit ever goes down, you'd know how to get rid of some things. No, we're good. All right. All's good. I'm not going to murder anyone, Kate. If you're not murdered by now, then you're good. Oof. Jesus. Didn't know it was going to be that kind of year-end spectacular. Hey, Kayla Sparks is joining us soon. Yes, she is. Work. I'm excited. So she's super excited. I'm super excited. Uh, I'll let you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna crack the door open a little bit and let everybody in on a secret. Um, when we first booked, so Kayla Sparks goes way back with the Shining Wizards Wrestling podcast, and I don't know if we talked about this before the last time she was on, but Tony had this fucking DVD, and it's bad. Okay. It's a bad. I'm not gonna lie. It's a bad DVD. Oh come so, on! What? Right. I've never watched it, but you did a watch along way back in the day. Um, and you wanted her on, and just to appease you, I was like, "Whatever you want to do, man. I don't care. I had zero interest in talking to her. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> she right? Just but she said came like on. the most wonderful was... things about us today on all on all no, social look, media. Yeah, and that's gonna fucking bury the uh, guest. I'm not burying her. She came on. She was awesome. We had a great time. We sang Spice Girls, uh, and then it kind of kicked. You know, I don't want to say we were the catalyst for it, but she kind of. Things started rolling after she talked to us. She got back into the wrestling business, um, and she's just been tearing it up, man. She's been on AEW Dark. She's been working at Mission Pro. She's been at uh, the Beyond Wrestling Women's Promotion, WWR. Um, she's just fucking killing it. So it's just, you know, it's like when I worked at Chili's, and I've hired the girl who didn't speak English as a gag, and then she turned into one of the best servers we had. Yeah. that I, I, I totally see the correlation. Kayla Sparks, an an experienced professional wrestler. As a no no disrespect to servers, I've been in the business a long time too, and they are as vital as anyone to the business. So I'm super excited. I'm excited to talk to her. I'm happy to have her back. She's super excited. Yes, she said great things about us all day. But look, man, that's what that's how I roll. I'm not gonna fucking lie. Oh, brother. April Lynn is absolutely right. Kayla Sparks blew up again after you guys talked. It's the magic of the wizards. Wait, I hope she didn't literally blow up. No, she definitely did not. I mean, she blew up uh, metaphorically speaking. Is that the phrase I'm looking for, Kev? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, if it's a metaphor, if it doesn't use like or as, it's a simile. (laughs) It's a simile if it does, does yes. If it does. Uh, T-Donk. Uh, Ryan uh, Sullivan, he wants to know, what was the DVD again? It was called The Best of Kayla Sparks. It was something that she actually put together herself, that she sold herself. So imagine that. She's like a young girl trained to be a wrestler. As we're going to find out from her uh, her show Against the Ropes, had a lot of other shit going on in her personal life. She still had time to put together DVDs to sell to the fans on her own. It's not like she went to like RF or anybody else to put them together. That's Good. pretty cool. Unbelievable stuff. You want me to get it? I could get it off the rack. I could have it here. And, you know. Oh, please. You promoted it last time. Heavy. That's heavy. It's still available? Um, I'm not sure. We can ask her. All right, cool. Hey, guess what? Before Kayla Sparks joins us, I just want you guys to know, almost had a Christmas miracle today. Oh. Why? You shit your pants, but it was a false alarm? Almost <laughs> shit my pants. Almost shit my pants today. 
You're good. You're due for another one before the end of the year. Dude, it was dangerous. We had these crazy <laughs> Hello Fresh uh uh sandwiches last night. They were like uh there was like oh broccoli rice with a bunch of gouda and sh- it was a, it was an awesome sandwich. An awesome sandwich. And then I had to go to the bank today uh for the, for the for the wife. So I went to the bank and then on the way back, man, it it was Kev, Matt almost made two deposits oh, today. It was dangerous, man. I came in the house and I was like, "Ooh, I got a turtle head." It was, Ooh, no. it was almost a, it was almost a bad scene, but almost a bad, <laughs> almost a bad. So you bury the guests DVD, and now you're welcoming all of her fans with talk about your almosts on the way home from the bank. Well, look, if she achieved the amount of success she had. Since the last time she was on here, I'm gonna we're gonna take a little I'm gonna take a little credit for it because I'm an awful human being. These people gotta know. Like, look, Sonny Kiss blew up the presser last week everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, Sonny Kiss is gonna get the rub now. He's gonna be the fucking AEW world champion in three weeks. Why? Because so he was on this podcast. Here here's something interesting about the uh the Sonny Kiss presser that went out. So you know, a lot of times our presses will get picked up by like foreign language sites. We get a lot of Spanish sites like Mexico, um, you know, like yeah. South America, Spain, whatnot. Um, somebody must have picked up. I want to say it was India. It may have been Sri Lanka. It was a country in that part of the world. It looks like they took a translation of the presser and translated it back because things were just all over the place. And it was it was a hysterical read. We appreciate the coverage. But some of the word choices were just awful. Awful. Well, that's, that's what happens when there's translations. But yeah, man, it got picked up everywhere. The pingbacks just to the website were just insane. I was going through them the other night, just all over. Oh, the yeah. Place. The other night we got like 11, and they were going back to like the O'Shea Edwards presser. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm going to bring in this gem, this gem, this wonderful, wonderful woman. Look at that Shining Wizards t shirt. <laughs> Look at it. I'm repping it, you guys. <laughs> hey, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here, you guys. Wow. Kayla, we are thrilled to have you back. Um, how was the holidays for you? It was it was good. How about how about you guys? Did you guys uh eat a lot of Christmas cookies and <laughs> Ugh, way too many. You don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 my wife made a ton of Christmas cookies. Oh, wow. uh, oh, she, yeah. has, she has them in the refrigerator downstairs, and I have too oh, lazy. To go, I'm too lazy to go downstairs and get them, which works out because I will eat all the cookies. <laughs> right? You know, it, it, it works out because you don't work out. <laughs> Very true. And the last thing I need is like a dozen sugar cookies. Oh man, I know. Who doesn't love a good Christmas cookie, though, right? See, I agree. She made she made these weird ones. She put any time. Look, ladies, gentlemen, cookie makers, oh. stop with the fucking fruit. No <laughs> one wants a cookie with fruit in it. She put some fucking raspberry jam. Oh, yeah. Oh, what are you doing? She loved them. It's great. I know. It's a cookie. And, and Matt, just, just to piggyback on that, some of them are disguised with chocolate over them. So like you don't necessarily even know that there's that gem that jam mess in there. So I'm eating oh a cookie God. with chocolate frosting on it, and all of a sudden I get this red jam in there, and I'm like, "What? This is not what I signed up for." Oh. Um, I will punch a Keebler elf in the face. I swear to God. 
I, I don't, I just don't understand the hatred. I mean, she has, Kayla's joined us. She hasn't stopped smiling since. And you're just bringing know, misery I'm about so cookies to the world. I'm to meet you guys. Kevin, Tony, Matt. This uh, is so awesome. I can't, can you believe it's been a year since the last time we yeah, talked? Like, it's, yeah. How crazy it's been. Full life came full circle. <laughs> it's been a crazy year for you. Uh, we were putting ourselves, <laughs> I I was putting myself over before you joined us, uh, saying oh, it, was, yeah. it, was all, it. <laughs> it was all it was all me uh, that got you to where you are. You're welcome. Um, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. You're. You know what? Fine. Whole year, not neither of these guys have ever said thank you to me once in their whole entire lives. Kayla's been back, and she just thank you. You know what, Kayla? This is your vehicle. You can drive the ship. I'm just oh at this point. I'm just, oh my gosh. I, you guys like literally like I tell people all the time, like whenever I get asked the question, like what, you know, you've been gone out of wrestling for so long. What got you um, like back into it? What sparked it? And I say, you know, I always give you guys a shout out. I'm like the shining wizards. I'm like, they reached out to me and like, those guys are awesome. And like, they really like just talking to you guys made me get that itch again, like to start wrestling again. And then the rest like just, <laughs> It's crazy how it happened. And then, like, so Shane Alden, my friend Shane, um, he, him and I used to wrestle back in the day at World of Hurt. And when he heard the podcast, I, I was like, hey, check this out. Um, you know, I, I, I was on the Shining Wizards. These guys are awesome. I'm like, um, I got to talk about the old days and stuff like that. And he's like, I've been wanting to do a TV series about wrestling, um, but I just haven't found the right story. And then he heard your, the podcast, and that's how the rest is just, you know, <laughs> history. It's crazy, right? Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. And Crazy. for those for those not familiar, Against the Ropes is is a, a, a program that's that's in production right now, and it will be on a streaming service soon. And it's essentially based around your life and how you got into the wrestling business, correct? Right. Yeah. It's crazy. It's uh, it's based. It's um, inspired by the story um of uh, how I got back into wrestling or how I started in wrestling when I was thirteen years old. And um, yeah, just it's it's a story about you know coming of age and um you know the struggles i went through with you know coming out is also in there my coming out story and this uh it it definitely is something i haven't seen before you know like on tv or movies um you know with the wrestling and the high school drama and all that stuff so it's it uh it's gonna be a, a fun show for i can't wait for it to come out <laughs> so you can do the podcast with us, and I know we mentioned maybe you getting back in the ring. And let's fast forward to August. Um, <laughs> yeah, August, September. Obviously, you're still a fan of wrestling. Anyone mm. who follows you on social media at Kayla Sparks twenty four seven Instagram Twitter, you're doing you're doing you're still a fan. And and Tony, Tony right. spoke about this in length at our ten year anniversary. It's very refreshing to see. You know, even though you're in the business, you're still a fan and you still love the business. Uh, and the wrestling industry is exploding. AEW is going to have this huge show at Arthur mm -hmm. Ashe Stadium. <laughs> who who calls you, and what is your reaction? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, funny that you say that. It's just crazy. Thunder Rosa, um, you know, her husband Brian called me too, and they both literally like, I I, I can't thank them enough. Like th those those two definitely like I. I tell them all the time, like, you know, you guys are like my guardian angels, like literally because they like, they literally came and they gave me such an opportunity. Like, you know, when I wrestled at Mission Pro, 
which was huge for me. And like, um, they're, they're, they're so great there. I love everyone there at Mission Pro. And then, you know, AEW came along that opportunity at Arthur Ashe and they said, you know, Hey, they're having the, the, the big, you know, the biggest AEW show, um, you know, Grand Slam, uh, Dynamite, and they're going to have it at Arthur Ashe Stadium, you know, in front of 20,000 people. Are you available that day? And I'm like, heck yeah. <laughs> Let's do it, right? I mean, oh my gosh. It's like literally, I, I'm still pinching myself from it's just crazy. I can't believe all this stuff happened this year. It's such a dream come true, you know? <laughs> like, like even if you weren't available, I would have been like, I would have lied and said, yeah, sure, I am. And then, and then just figured it out at like, some point down the road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I made, oh my gosh, I was so ecstatic. I remember I was like calling everyone I knew at like three o'clock in the morning to tell the news. Or like, I felt so bad. I'm like waking everyone up. I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys, I can't believe it. So, <laughs> you so, know? so they, I, I, I guess that, that kind of brings me to this and you, you may have just answered it. Like you're back <laughs> in the business, like less than, I don't know how, how many months or years or whatever it is, you're back and right? all of a sudden, yeah. All of a sudden, Arthur Hash was calling. Not not him, not himself. All right, yeah, Arthur yeah. Ashe, legend. Yeah. But AEW is calling, and you're just doing this. Right, right. I know. I can't make this. I mean, it's literally like I'm so like blessed, like thankful, like I'm so like I can't even put into words how grateful I am. Like all these opportunities that just like, you know, it's just crazy. I can't explain it. But yeah, it's just been a super exciting, awesome time this year. You know. <laughs> So let, let me ask you this. A lot of professional wrestlers have this have this saying where it says, if it all ended tomorrow, the career ended tomorrow, I'd be okay with that. I know you're always hungry and you always want more. But if it all ended tomorrow, would this show and your time with AEW be good enough for you? Or do you still want more? Oh, my more? gosh. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if it, if it ended tomorrow, I guess, like, you can't – I mean, there's always, like, you know, opportunity and you always want to, like, um, look for more opportunities and everything like obviously like I just got back into it like you know back this past summer so like there's so many things I, w I have left to do but yeah I mean if I ended tomorrow I, I'm you know they say always be grateful like you never know tomorrow could be your last day so if it was I mean um, I could say you know like that that was like one of the biggest moments of my life you know what I mean but um, yeah <laughs> I said it so, back in July when you had your first return match with uh, Rebecca Scott. And uh, yes. I mean, I felt it when you guys wrestled, like the two of you worked well together, but the mm -hmm. way that you worked and the story that you guys told, I, after the match, I said, you know what? Good for her for coming back because it seems like you've progressed so much more from that level that you were at when you were younger and haven't been, yeah. been away from the ring for so long. It amazed me, but like, did that click for you as well? Like, when you left that match, did you feel like kind of what I felt? Like, everything just came yeah. back and everything clicked and, like, you're on that next level at that point? Yeah, that's a good point, Tony. Yeah, I definitely, like, as you said, um, like, it was, like, literally 14 years, like, since my first match back. And, like, I literally was, like, a teenager still growing, you know what I mean? Like, still a kid. And now, you know, I'm an adult, you know, I'm a grown woman now. So, like, obviously, like, I see, I see it different now. Um, like the wrestling business has changed so much and just like, I feel like it, but you know, it's like, just like riding a bike. As soon as I got in the ring, I was just like, you know, you have to work through the kinks and stuff like ring rust, but you know, I was so excited and happy to be in the ring. Like that's why <laughs> another thing is too, I really got to work on like not smiling as much when I'm in the ring, just like, like I'm smiling now. I'm just like, I'm just so happy like to be back and like all these things are happening. You know what I mean? Like just good, happy, like things are finally um 
happening in my life, like both personally and professionally. So that's why I'm just always smiling and just happy. But yeah, I just, uh, like when I was in that match with Rebecca, like, yeah, definitely. I felt like it just really clicked. Um, and like the crowd there, I just, it was so amazing. Like you can't, like those kind of things are very organic. Like when you, like when they announced that it was my first match back in 14 years and the crowd, crowd's reaction was just like, it just like made me so happy that day. Like I, like that day, I don't know if you knew this, but before that match I actually got into my first car accident, someone hit me out of nowhere. So like, yeah. that was like a traumatizing, you know, like life threatening thing. And like, all I remember was, um, on my way to the to the show and I was telling the uh the officer and I said um you know is my car okay is it safe to drive um luckily like thank god I was like okay but like and the other person was okay but I just remember saying like I gotta get back to I gotta go to my match I can't miss I can't miss my first match back you know 14 years and the police officer was like um he was like writing on the back of his police report. He's like, Oh my gosh, what's your wrestling name? He's like, he's like, I love pro wrestling. Like me and my family watch it. He's like, good luck. And like, he, he it was awesome. Like you can't, it's like, but you can't explain like that just happened that day. And then I remember, you know, shout out to my cousin, April, that's watching um, her. And uh, she surprised me that day. They, she drove two and a half hours to the show. Um, and you can see when you watch it back, the match, she's in the crowd and she had the big sign. Her and my, okay. my cousin Bella, they're like my biggest supporters. And like, I gave him a huge hug. And like, so that, that was a shock. And that was a surprise for me. And it meant everything to me. Like that, that night was so special. Like my first match back and just everyone in the locker room was amazing. And just like, it was just an awesome moment. <laughs> it, it, it's funny you mentioned that. Cause yeah, I, I do. I do remember the moment where, yeah, she was in the crowd. I remember seeing her. She was standing yeah. there. I remember <laughs> On the way back, you actually stopped and and hugged all them. Um, you brought it yeah. up. Uh, you brought it up when you were just answering, like you know, you've noticed how the wrestling business has changed. But let's take mm -hmm. it. Let's take it back to when you first started wrestling. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the, I say, you know, your the first part of your career. Uh, mm -hmm. You were, you were, you know, you were a little girl, and yeah. I think, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't mean any disrespect by that, but I think oh, a right. lot of fans who have been with you from, from your early career, you know, mm -hmm. they, they probably still saw you as a child. And now yeah. that you've, that you've made the comeback and you know, it's, it's even weird. Like, it, like, I feel like watching you, like I've grown up with you, like you know, I've watched you become <laughs> yeah. a woman, but I don't think, yeah. I don't think a lot of the fans who see you now and are, you're, you know, getting to know you now necessarily mm -hmm. know about that because you know, they weren't yeah. there at that point. What's it been yeah. like for you you know, starting out as like, a, you know, a little girl becoming a young woman in the wrestling business to being the woman that you are now, like what, what's been the change for you? Like, how do you approach things? Is it any different? Are you still approaching things the same? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, like you said, like when you're a kid, you're a teenager, you're still growing, you're trying to figure life out. And so like, I, I definitely like see it with like a new, you know, set of eyes now, like with wrestling, like I don't, um, you know, when you're a kid, you take things personally, or you just, you know, you kind of like, uh, I don't know, um, you're kind of naive to some things. Like, I guess, uh, back then, like in the locker room, it was just, it was just a different vibe. It was a different atmosphere back then. Um, but now I feel like it's definitely like, I don't know, like I, uh, I feel like it's more supportive. Like the, the support system is great. Like, you know, the women in the locker room are um, very supportive of each other, which is great. Um, and just, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's, uh, it's in a good way. It's, it's, um, because I'm a lot older now and, um, I say a lot older, but 
I just, uh, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's different now because um, I see it differently in a way where wrestling, like I'm still very passionate and I'm still like, I love what I do. It's just um, now I see it, uh, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just, a, it's in a better way, like a more positive light, I guess. <laughs> So we see on, on, on social media a lot, you praise Thunder Rosa and what she's done uh, for you for the, over the last year. And we love Thunder Rosa. She's one of our dearest friends. She's been, on the show. she's been on the show many times, especially with Dave LaGreca. She's been on, she crashed yeah. our party one time with Dave. Uh, so, uh, so just talk about that influence and what she means to wrestling in general. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Like what, what is there not to say like great things about Thunder Rosa? Like she's just, she's just an amazing person. Like I have so much respect for her. Like not only as a wrestler, like in the wrestling world, she's freaking, she's just amazing. She's fantastic. I mean, she was number five in the pro wrestling illustrated, uh, you know, the top 150 women wrestlers. So that's amazing. Like what an accomplishment. Um, but yeah, she's, she's amazing. I, uh, I totally support, everything she does a hundred percent and she's always giving back. Like that's the thing about Thunder Rosa is that she's always like, she's the first person that will always like give you like honest, like she's just so genuine and she gives honest feedback. Um, and it's so much appreciated. Like just like not only as like a, you know, like as a worker, a female wrestler, um, just in general, like as a, as a person, like she's just very, very humble, very kind person. And like, I owe her so much like for everything that she's done for me, like both, professionally and like personally like she's done so much and like i mean you know at the uh at my uh the premiere for against the robes she came on her day off just to just to come because she knew how important it was to me and like that really meant so much to me and i can't like oh my gosh i just i i i love her like she's just amazing and <laughs> she um you know she gave a little speech which was like so it just like everyone like it meant so much to me and my family were there my friends and just uh you can tell like she just really cares about um people and just like the ones that she really cares about like she really cares so much like she's so passionate about mission pro wrestling like that's her baby and like i'm so proud to be a part of that and i'm just so happy like and you know like with the aew opportunity like that just i you know i i have nothing but honest like really good things to say about thunder and i love her so like if you're watching Mel, like i love you so like yeah She's awesome. <laughs> All right. So when when you came back into wrestling, did you feel like you had to start over? Like, How were you treated in locker rooms? Were you treated as like a veteran? Like, did you get like, did the people come up to you as a veteran? Or did you, did you feel like you had to start all over and, you know, be the respectful, like newcomer? What, how was that for you? Yeah. How was that transition? Um. So, I mean, yeah. So like for, um, when I was in the locker room, I kind of like, I, I wanted that anyway, like just to, cause I knew it was going to be different. Like, cause there's, you know, a lot younger, um, you know, wrestlers now in the locker room. But for me personally, I just always like, I'm the same way I was back when I was 13. Like I'm always like respectful. Like I always, you know, you shake everyone's hand, you, you um, introduce yourself to everybody in the locker room. Um, it's always been, I've always had the same like attitude, like with that as far as that but like the veteran thing like I, I still feel like I don't feel like myself I'm a veteran just because I did take a break and stuff like that but right you know like uh like when I was back in like you know like the world of her locker room which was like my my home uh fed back when I was a teenager when I was in that locker room like they they all knew me from from back then so that was a different vibe like they all 
you know, I kind of felt like the veteran there because um, there are some new up and coming people. But then I see like the same faces, you know, um, in the locker room, which is great. Like uh, that was really amazing, like to get back. That world of hurt is actually still running. You know, Shane runs it. And um, to be there with all the guys um, that I grew up, you know, uh, in the same locker room, like Punk and, uh, you know, Chip Stetson. And um, he was my trainer and everyone. Yeah, it's just been really great. Um, but, yeah, I would say, like, when I'm outside at a different show, like, you know, like Beyond Wrestling, um, WWR, Mission Pro, um, you know, Capital Championship Wrestling. Like, it's just a different – it's a really good vibe. Like, I, I'm just, like – I feel like I'm, you know, like it's all like one big family. So like you're always looking out for each other. And, um, but I definitely don't like, like, I, I don't have like a chip on my shoulder or anything like that, like the veteran, but I do like, um, if there's advice or feedback, I'd like to give that if I, if I see someone like, um, you know, going through something or they need help or something like with a match or something, like I'm always there to lend an ear. So that's, I guess that's what's, uh, that's what's different now, but it's, it's, a, it's a good thing, you know? <laughs> Uh, absolutely. And Kate, Kate Hensler watching on YouTube. She said to, to piggyback off of that last comment, what advice would you, would Kayla give to these literal teenagers who are in wrestling like <laughs> Billy Starks and Starboy Charlie? These actually <laughs> blowing my mind. Have you had any of these, like there's teenage kids that are wrestling GCW shows. Like, yeah. Have any, has anyone reached out or have you reached out to them and just be like, Hey, like I was there. Yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, um, it's crazy. I know, like, that it's still, uh, that it's amazing. I mean, if, if anyone's watching this and they're, you know, they're just starting out and they're a teenager, like, hey, the best advice I can give is just, you know, chase after your dreams, you know, be careful, you know, be safe out there. But, um, yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's such a hard business too, like, as an adult, but let alone, like, as a teenager, like, I definitely, um, I've seen, uh, actually, um, recently at the capital championship wrestling the promoters um family member or so uh actually was training there and i and i got to talk to her um you know she was 14 and i was just giving her advice like uh it's just crazy how life comes full circle like now i see you know the young girls and, and boys that are just starting out in wrestling and it, it brings me back to you know that eager you know kid that um just had a dream and um, yeah, it may, it makes, it definitely is like a humbling, like makes me feel good to see, to see that now. Uh, you talk about coming full circle and I'm pretty sure this is on your Facebook. Obviously sans the, the, the Wolfpack face paint. Oh yeah. <laughs> you had an opportunity to get another photo with Sting at AEW. Yes. yes. Yeah. That was, oh my gosh, that, like you said, full circle. Like I can't even explain how happy that, that that made me like um but yeah to to see sting backstage at AEW and get to share the same you know the same squared circle as my idol that I grew up watching and like I I just it's it's absolutely amazing like it's just crazy like I I got to speak with him about it and he uh he he remembered me from when <laughs> someone I got to meet him a couple years ago and did the face paint thing so that was really cool I I just can't I it's just it's it's awesome like to finally um like live out your dream and then to say like you got to share the same ring as your idol like i mean you can't get any better than that so you know all right so, so kayla yeah. kayla you're not you're, you're not giving us a whole lot of press release fodder because you're just smiling <laughs> and laughing and and, and so enjoyable about your experiences Mom. here yes. and that, and that's remarkable 
Aw, yeah, thanks, guys. I know. I just, um, like I said, I just been like, I mean, there's nothing really to be like upset about. I mean, I, everything has been like literally like my dreams are coming true. So like, I just, I'm just so happy. Like, I get to experience that. I get to share it with you guys. Like, this is, uh, it's just, you know, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, as uh, as someone who was at uh, the uh, Arthur Ashe show, uh, mm-hmm. it was super, you know. Mm-hmm. Super yeah. exciting to see you in the ring, and there were there was a couple people who were familiar with Kayla Sparks. There was Aww, some yeah. Sparks <laughs> cheers yeah. there. I don't know how audible it is from the ring, but from yeah. where we were sitting, there were definitely people cheering you on. And then you got another opportunity to work AEW Dark against Rio. Yes, uh, is the door yeah. always open for AEW now? Since you've kind of got your foot in there. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, I would. I I love it there. Like, I if any um, opportunity came up, definitely I'll you know definitely um take on the opportunity so um yeah they're really great there the locker room atmosphere is just great all the all the guys and the girls in the locker room are awesome there and there's just so much talent like i really love that they really um they're really doing something different you know like with pro wrestling and they're really bringing it back and um you know really listening to the fans and stuff which is great uh you know i just uh (laughs) if the if the opportunity knocks definitely And and you and it's it's been no shortage for you on the independent scene. You've been getting in there with some of the top independent stars, uh, Mean Little Catherine or Little Mean Catherine, excuse me, Rachel Ellering, uh, the mm-hmm. Renegade Twins, Genocide, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. La Rosa Negra. I mean, you have literally jumped in the deep end. It's like, yeah, yeah. I can swim. I can hang with these girls. Um, yeah. What's that whole experience been like for you? You know, you're not growing up and you're not yeah. wrestling you know the kid that's just out of training they're like (laughs) right yeah i mean hey i mean yeah i mean it's definitely um a lot of it it's it's great because we get to share each other's experiences and like feed off each other you know each other's energy and each other's experience and um it's been great like i like uh to be able to work with the best you know on the business seat and the business today and you know so much respect for those ladies um that you all mentioned and just uh you know, it's, it's definitely, uh, like you said, like the wrestling business is so it's, it's different now that there's a lot more opportunities than there were for me, like back then. So definitely like, uh, it's just been great though, to get to, to wrestle, um, you know, some of the best out there. <laughs> and now a question I don't think we could have asked last time we talked to you cause you weren't wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> who's on the bucket list now. Who is, who's out there that you're like, I want to sink my teeth into you. Oh man. Oh my gosh. That's a good, that's a, that's a good one. There's so many out there, you know what I mean? Like top talent. Um, definitely, uh, I'll say just for, you know, the heck of it for, you know, for old time's sake, Mercedes Martinez would be, <laughs> since she's still on the scene, you know what I mean? And we go way back, you know, like from back then I got to wrestle her once, but that was, uh, so long ago. So to like get in the ring again with her would be like, would be really special to me. Um, but yeah, so much respect for her. I just, uh, you know, um, I know it's hard for me to like name off people, but there's there's a lot definitely on my list. <laughs> uh, Ryan Schlong wants to know: uh, Will you be at the Mission Pro uh, January show? Um, I don't think I'm I'm on that one, but definitely uh, the next one for sure. Yeah, definitely. I'll have to I'll have to check and see. <laughs> yeah. So there's your answer, Schlong. <laughs> are you uh are you coming out to the spice girls songs 
Oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> I um I should I should switch it up every now and then, but actually I've still been coming out to the same, you know, I can't I can't um shake off the the volcano girls uh root assault theme music that I've been using since like day one. But uh that's just it just like and you know what's cool is like everyone that tells me like that remembers from back in the day when I used to come out to it, they just said it's cool that I I have like that like to see that I still have like that nostalgic feel, which is cool. It's nice to hear that from the fans and people that were in the locker room from back then, like remember that. So that's cool. But yeah, definitely I'll have to switch it up and <laughs> do a Spice Girl song. <laughs> no, I don't switch cool. that up. Are you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> Dude, Volcano Girls is such an. Ranger. I gotta, you know, I gotta give up, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but it's so awesome, like with the crashing symbol in the beginning and then just the screaming vocals. It's it's, it's so <laughs> really is. Yeah, I get too pumped. <laughs> How comfortable are you with taking pictures of uh of you and and, and all these other performers backstage at shows? Because I get nervous every single time. I'm like, I don't I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But you like oh you like so you're like balls to the wall. Like I love it. I'm doing this. I might not have it again. Is, is that your outlook at it? I, yeah, I mean, I try and I try to be like as respectful as I can be. Like, I ask first before, you know, like, is it okay if I take a picture? Or like, you know, it's I get to talk. I, it's not like I go up and like, hey, can I take a picture before I like actually talk to them? So it's like we're already like on that level of like we're talking to each other and like we're you know having a good conversation. So like it's it's nice that um you know like the the people like like you said like you grew up idolizing or you see you know on TV and just um everyone that I've met, like, you know, that I've um, met, especially like in the AEW locker room, like they're all very, you know, humble, laid back down to earth people. So it's nice that, you know, that I can call some of them, my, like my friends now, which is just crazy. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's uh, crazy. Yeah. Kayla, have you ever been around hook? No, I haven't, but I've heard. Yeah. He, he, uh, He's, debut, a, yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's so over. He's an anomaly. I, I, want, to know, I want to know what his hair yeah. smells like. But that's awesome. He's got awesome hair. <laughs> I know. What do you think? Kayla just goes around sniffing people's heads in the locker room? What's wrong with you? Oh my gosh. No, Matt, <laughs> thinks he, Matt thinks because he single handedly resurrected your career, he's entitled to ask all these oh my like, gosh. personal questions. <laughs> Oh my god! I just assume his hair is big, and if she's in the vicinity, she... <laughs> I get a big whiff. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually, but, you know, <laughs> it probably smells like berries or something. Maybe like uh, maybe some like oils. You know, probably, yeah, probably something like hairspray smell or something. <laughs> Has there been all these locker rooms, AEW and uh, CCW? Has there been someone who? has you know come up to you and had kind words for you that you were not expecting someone who was like oh i, I watched growing up or you were a huge part of of me getting in on the on my wrestling career did, did that has that happened to you um i mean yeah i guess you know like uh you know thunder rosa obviously like she's a big mentor like um for me like you know as a wrestler and um you know as her as herself but uh definitely you know i'm trying to think like um you know, like the names you mentioned, like La Rosa Negra, like she's a veteran, like she's awesome. Like she, I got to talk to her, um, you know, and she's really great. Um, Genocide's, a, you know, another great um, talent. Like really, it's uh, a lot of the girls like at Mission Pro, there's a, 
you know, some veterans there and, um, which is great. Like, it's nice to see that in the locker room. It's just, um, you know, it's, it's balanced out. Like you got like the, the young up and coming, you know, wrestlers, and then you got the veterans. So it's nice to piggyback off each other and give feedback, you know, and offer a ear. Um, but yeah, definitely. Um, it's been great so far. Like the people I've encountered with, you know, in the locker room. So <laughs> now, a- your friend, April Lynn, she, she knows if you're on that level, why not sneak a sniff? In? <laughs> I'm encouraging these things, April. Sniff it. Hey, if I'm in the locker room, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, you know, take Just a sniff. sniff. If I have a belly. This is hair. And then you can tell your children one day. <laughs> I sniffed Hook's hair. And we'll know exactly what you're oh. talking about. Hook's going to be a legend, brother. All right. So, so Kayla. We're doing uh, <laughs> later later in the show. We're doing our top ten favorite matches of 2021. Is there okay. any match of of this year that sticks out to you as like your favorite match? Not necessarily that you were in, but just your favorite match of 2021. Oh my gosh, there's so many, you guys. <laughs> ah, um, put, put you on the spot. I know, right? Well, I will say, okay, just like a random one, not like anything that's you know like top. Well, one of the matches I really enjoyed watching because I was backstage was the. Serena D uh, match that she had up for the tournament. Um, yeah, that was really, that was really good. Uh, amazing. Like she's just an amazing, like technical, you know, old school wrestler. I have so much respect for her. Um, so that was exciting to watch. Um, but yeah, there's been so many awesome matches. Like I can't just name one, but yeah. Um, right. I definitely am interested to see what you guys come up with on the list. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I guess I'll accept yeah. that as an answer. Yeah. <laughs> You brought up Serena Deeb. Maybe somebody she maybe she's on the bucket list. I think that would be an amazing match. Oh yeah, Kayla definitely. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, you know, she I I'm pretty sure like she was wrestling around the same time, you know, I was wrestling back then. So like that would be amazing, like to get to, you know, get in the ring with her, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it, she she's another she's another one of the past couple of years yeah. where you know, like since she's like come back to ha- doing a full time schedule, she's been all over the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the stuff in the NWA was amazing when she beat Thunder Rosa mm-hmm. for the championship. It oh, was yeah, a great yeah. match, and it was it was such a surprise win too. And mm-hmm. just just the way she turned from, you know, from being like you know nice girl to like just like starting to sow the seeds of like just being a complete like badass. Like everything yeah, was amazing yeah. with her. I, oh, I, yeah, I think that she might be the first opponent that would probably get you to stop smiling. I know, right? You might get angry enough at Serena that you know the smile might disappear for a little while. I know, I know. I gotta, I gotta figure it out. Maybe twenty twenty two will be the the year that Kale Sparks might turn heel or something. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, now, we're now we are talking. You know it. <laughs> April says, "Daddy Deville." She must be forgetting that's her number one bucket list. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sonya Deville. Yeah, she's definitely um, someone I would love to get in the ring with. <laughs> and then, uh, okay. my man Ryan Sullivan, he wants to know: Does your does Against the Ropes cover your return? If so, do actors play the Shining Wizards? <laughs> hey, that's actually um, that's definitely season two. Like that's definitely uh, <laughs> that's definitely because we we filmed against the ropes before I, my my comeback. So actually, there's so much material that definitely needs to be uh, you know on film. So <laughs> you cool. guys will definitely 
to get a scene in there. Kayla, I, I, uh, I, would, I, I, would, I would love to play myself if that's okay. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yes, that would be awesome. Yep, Matt, Tony, Kevin. <laughs> so all Kevin does is play with himself. Oh, my Easy. God. Easy. <laughs> Dude, that's like – that is a terrible thing to say. Well, not only that, but April's listening. She's going to be really upset. April, I know. That's my like, cousin April. Shout out. Oh, like, I, Ryan Romano wants to know what actors would Matt, Kevin, and Tony want to play them? Oh, are you going to make oh, us answer know. questions now? Well, look, if we're going to have an actor play, we got to pick somebody, right? Um, I've gotten a lot of lookalikes before. One of them is the guy that played uh well McLovin, but I'm, I'm older now, so that's so that's out. Well, he's <laughs> older too. The guy that played oh god, I, I remember him just from friends. He was like when Joey got kicked out of his apartment and the new roommate moved in, and uh he, he's been in a bunch of other stuff too. I mm-hmm. I don't know his name. Or or Aaron Rodgers. The quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron, okay. I mean, I've been told I look like Burt Kreischer, so. Who's that? The comedian? (laughs) Zach Galifianakis? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Who, for me? (laughs) Who? For who, Rebecca? (laughs) Rebecca. (laughs) Is that a friend of yours, Kayla? She's actually, oh my God, Rebecca's amazing. She was actually the hair and makeup. person for against the rope so shout out to rebecca she's awesome i love her <laughs> what's up yeah. rebecca? Oh, i would matt. be yes zach zialifanakis was for matt <laughs> <laughs> hey that's, i'll take it let's get zach galifanakis on your tv show <laughs> there you go tony i see i i've been wanting to i you're sure i just saw the kayla spark show i love it you're up yeah, to that. I have to put this on of course yes. I love hopefully, it. Hopefully we're getting more Kayla Sparks merch with the rainbow yes. version of this. That would be awesome. Yes. Yeah. I'm actually in the, it's funny you mentioned that today I was actually working up some new designs and stuff. So I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> so um, my, my wife tells me I look like Vince Vaughn and I just don't see it. But if I had anybody play me just for the fact that one, I like what he does. Two, he definitely needs more acting work. And three, he's got an amazing voice. I'd want Mike Rowe to play me. I think that'd be awesome. The guy from Dirty Jobs. Mm-hmm. What, Not anything for the look, now? but for the sound and everything. I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> See, I would have said Nosferatu because that would Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I know. Great. Wonderful. Same old joke. Ten years running. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for playing. <laughs> now you know why nobody respects you on the show. Good job. You got your answer. Ryan Schlong said Bob Saget for Tony. I've never been more disappointed than going to see a comedy show than I went that I was when I saw Bob Saget. He's the disappointed or did he say disappointed? Because he's filthy. No, he just stinks. Yeah, he's really not good. He's really not. Aww. That makes me no, sad. no, no. The Full House, Fuller House. When he's like Danny Tanner, oh, he's yeah, absolutely yeah. fine. His stand-up yeah. is like like that HBO special he had years ago. I know um, I didn't follow yeah. up with him. No offense, Mr. Saget. If you want to put me on a talk show or whatever, you know, call me. But all right. So the actor is Eddie Menuek. So Google Eddie Menuek, and you guys will see that he. I will not be googling Eddie Menuek. <laughs> He'll play. No, but it, it'll, it's for the purpose of the bit. Eddie. <laughs> type, 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 type. Yeah, I want to see what he looks like. He looks exactly like me. 
Oh boy! Oh, this guy's no, been in everything. Did yeah. anybody say Judah Freelander for Kevin? I don't think so. <laughs> Beard, Dude. hat, you know. Uh, well, all right. COVID, Kevin. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> I love it. But I shower. <laughs> we don't have to get personal about it. Jeez. No, I like Judah. Judah's a great guy. Matt, yeah, you know, what uh, are we thinking? So you gave us the name of the character, right? Oh, yeah, Not Eddie was his name on the show. Yeah, yeah Adam Goldberg is the actor. There you go. That's me. <laughs> oh, my God, it's Kevin. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's crazy. All right, that's a good one. <laughs> Kayla, Thanks, you Kayla. Can do it. You are the you're, – you're a producer for Against the Ropes? Yeah, executive producer, which is what's, crazy, what's right? That, what's that process been like for you? Yeah. How do you tell somebody how to live your life, right? How you're, right. you're yeah. directing people to relive, recreate memories of yours. How difficult right. is that? Oh my gosh, yeah. So I, like you said, yeah, it's very a sensitive thing. Like you gotta, you know. But luckily, um, you know, the actors and actresses that were um, a part of Against the Ropes, they were all amazing. So like they really, you know, listened to um, like the feedback from me and you know Shane and Chris Gaunt was also um, the director for against the ropes. So yeah, it was definitely a process, like definitely a lot of, um, hard work late nights, like getting the script and everything and, um, you know, picking the, the actors and the, and everything for that. And just getting, you know, trying to figure out, um, how the scenes like would, would come together, which uh, some of it, you know, like you said, like, it's your life, like based off your life story. So some of the scenes are really hard to watch. Um, especially like, you know, like the dinner scenes for me were, especially hard so for me i definitely feel like you know they really brought it um for the scenes that needed it you know like so it definitely was surreal like sitting there and watching it like wow like actually watching it happen it's just a crazy like um surreal experience to see like your life kind of unfold like before it's just crazy yeah but so we we know nothing about like obviously we know your career, but we know nothing about what the show is going to be yet until we watch. Oh yeah, it. yeah, so, I know. So, I'm kind of trying to keep like a surprise. <laughs> but, so, you so, guys can so how hands on were you with the storytelling as opposed to just the wrestling stuff? Were you equally uh, integral in in both, or did you leave that maybe to? you know, the writers or, or this and that, yeah. I, again, we don't know. So we're just asking. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, um, that's a good point. So, um, yeah, the, the writing of it, um, I got to be a part of a little bit. Um, but like I said, it's like, it's, it was based off. So some things had to be like added in there for like TV show, you know, right. things like that, like dramatized and stuff like that. But, um, it's not like, you know, like it's, it's not like a documentary where it's like a hundred percent factual, but there, at least, you know, for me, it was important that the story was told, like, you know, people get take away from, from it, which is what I wanted. So, you know, some things in there were fictionalized or, you know, um, but for the most part, the story is important, which is, um, you know, the coming of age of, you know, my character, you know, Michaela, Kayla Sparks, uh, you know, the story in the high school and like, all, you know, the struggles I had with, you know, like my parents and, you know, my best friend that plays um, Maddie Mazzotta plays um, my best friend's character, Amanda, in the story, which she's she was amazing. She did a really amazing job with that, um, you know, and uh, Chris Gaunt, I mentioned he was the director for Against the Robes. Um, he played he plays uh, the dad, 
you know, Tom, um, his name was, uh, and, you know, Christina Reeves plays the mom uh, in there, Kathy, and they both did amazing. Like, the, the they really had awesome chemistry in the show. I can't wait for everyone to see it. Like, uh, but, yeah, without giving things away, um, but, yeah, it's like, you know, it's, uh, I definitely want people to take away from it, like, um, that, uh, you know, despite, you know, things that you had to go through, like, as a kid or as a teenager that, you know, um, that it's always important at the end of the day, like, you know, at the end of the story is that I never stopped, like, I never stopped chasing my dreams. Like, I, I did whatever it took to, you know, believe in myself and stuff like that. So that's, like, that's important for me, like, the story. And, um, you know, I forgot to mention, of course, uh, you know, Hoops. I don't know if you're familiar with Nicole Alexander, um, the actress. She's she's amazing. She plays um, the character that's based off of uh, Mercedes Martinez because um, I was mentioned like she was such a big like a strong mentor for me when I was wrestling back in the day um, and and now like you know so her character in the in the TV show she did really well um, with that so um, yeah I can't wait <laughs> for everyone to see it. So I've noticed on 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 your social media you do this introducing so and so who plays so and so so that's. So I feel like that's really important for you to get yeah, these names yeah. out there for this show. So it's not yeah, just yeah. Kayla Spark centric. Right. There's a lot of other people that are involved in making right. this production spectacular. How important is that to you to kind of pay it forward to these people that are helping working on help working on this project? Yeah, that's a good point, um, Kevin. Yeah, definitely. So like everyone did such an amazing job. Like I, I'm so proud of everyone's hard work. That's why um, definitely like on like social media. That's why we're trying to do like a introducing so people can get a background story um with each of the actors which uh which is super important so like i'm glad that um i'm glad that uh we did that so people can see um if they want to like check out their other work that because everyone is like just amazing they've done so much um you know outside of against the ropes and i can't wait for like you know the world to see um everyone's an awesome job i'm so proud of everybody (laughs) Is there a, I know you don't want to give away too much, but do we have yeah. any idea when we're going to be able to watch this? I know. That's a good, oh, it's a good question. Yeah, we're trying to get it um distributed right now through Amazon Prime and Hulu. But um, until then, we might, um, we're actually talking right now about getting an exclusive, like, uh, uh, early release for Roku and um, Amazon Fire Stick. So if you guys stream with any of those, like Roku or Amazon Fire Stick, you, you'll be able to download. There's a app that we're trying to um, get out there, which hopefully I'm hoping before like the end of the year or maybe the beginning of the year that that'll roll out. But um, we're just uh, in the meantime, we're just waiting, you know, for things are slow right now with uh, trying to get it distributed with, you know, the other streaming platforms. But I'm hoping I'm hoping it'll be really soon for Prime and Hulu and all the others. Um, I can't wait. So what <laughs> so you yeah, just told us, you just so you pretty much just told us there's going to be a Kayla Sparks app available for Roku and Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Is this is this what I'm hearing? Yes. Oh my god! I know it's crazy. It's so sick and so awesome. It's crazy, right? I know. Thank you. Yeah, I just um, yeah that 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 that's going to be uh, coming soon. So. <laughs> Definitely keep an eye out. <laughs> Kevin, did you have something? I saw your little blocky. <laughs> Do we? I think we lost Kevin. 
Oh no! no he, his, he just blinked. His eyes just blinked. Oh, oh he did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm a little frozen, so I have no idea where we are in this conversation. Um, um but oh, but uh, uh, I'm wondering yeah. maybe the Shining Wizards can get maybe a, a director's cut, maybe first episode, so maybe we could do a little yeah. watch along gimmick. There you go. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you guys. I mean, hey, you guys are the reason why everything kind of sparked against the role so i mean yeah let's do it, Bravo, I'll, Kevin. I'll do it. i like it you, you you are the reason for your success as much as we like uh-huh. to get over here it's an yeah. <laughs> unbelievable compliment for you to give us but this is all your dream kid you are uh-huh. crushing you, it. <laughs> you are doing well it's 20 look everyone complained about the pandemic this is terrible you have thrived Thank you, April. We should get there. You go. <laughs> uh, April agrees. Oh. The, pandemic, the pandemic's been so rough on people, but you've yeah. managed to turn a negative into a positive. Is yeah. 2022 going to be the year of Kayla Sparks? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Sparks are going to fly. <laughs> I yes, love that answer. So, so much confidence, no hesitation. I love it, Kayla. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yes, I'm all, yes. All about that positivity and, you know, so many opportunities have happened for me in 2021. I mean, I can't, I mean, I say I can't get any better, but, you know, I just can't wait for 2022. So many more opportunities and definitely the year of Kale Sparks. Uh, I saw that you got a nice uh, Sting sweatshirt for Christmas. Oh, yes. (laughs) Uh, Have you gotten your hands on the Sting figure yet? No, I haven't actually. Um. That'll be my next <laughs> thing. It is beautiful. I would yeah. roll over there. Yeah. Do you guys I, have it or do you have it? Have it. <laughs> yeah. He's I, like, hey, I, it. I don't have it yet because I only collect figures of people that have been on the podcast, but oh, the current okay. figures. Retro. Uh, retro. Oh, oh my God. That's a beauty. Yes. Yeah, that's nice. I love it. Matt, is, love that, it. The, is that the, that's the luminary, right? Yes. This is the, uh, the luminary collection. Yeah. It's it's I also have his, his micro brawler over there too. Matt, yes. I gotta check out that place in Livingston, man. They have do you have the Cody Rhodes LJN Matt? No? Ah, there he is. Ah, there know. it is. <laughs> you know what? I was I was gonna say it. April says it best. We do need a Kayla Sparks figure. <laughs> I just thought it, yeah. Hundred percent. That'll be oh my god, you guys. That'll be a dream come true when that if that happens for sure. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe we'll get in the fig game and we'll make one. Who knows? There we go. <laughs> it reminds me of like back in the day when we used to play with like I don't know the Power Ranger, you know, figures and the Spice Girl dolls. <laughs> Maybe feel like a who, that or something. You know? Who is this we? Because it sounds like a you thing. Yeah, <laughs> right. I will have to figure it out. <laughs> Power Rangers versus the Spice Girls. There you go. See yeah. that would be an epic. That would be an epic Survivor Series match. There you go. Yep. <laughs> All right, you so who would be the captain of the Spice Girls and who would be the captain of the Power Rangers? Oh my God! Of course, my two favorites. Um. Melanie C. Sporty Spice from the Spice Girls and uh, Amy Jo Johnson, Kimberly Hart from the Power Rangers. Yeah, she <laughs> was the Red Ranger. Question, actually. No, Pink Ranger. Pink, pink, oh, pink Ranger. Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, can I get, uh, you can get a complete set of uh, Spice Girls dolls for $130 on eBay in box. 
Wow. I have them in, I was just going to say, I have them in my <laughs> I actually, uh, I was really bummed because uh, Beyond Wrestling, WWR Plus was going to have a sale be there, Spice Girl show, but it got canceled at the last second because of the hurricane. Um, uh, and I, I was actually, I, I took them out. That reminds me, I took them out of my storage because I was going to bring them to the show and actually like come out with them <laughs> because it was a Spice Girls themed show. I mean, why not? Right. So I'm going to bring them, but unfortunately they never had the, they never rescheduled the show, but maybe, you know, in the future they'll have was it that, again. Was that the show? Was that October? I think, I something, I think so. Or se- September, October, it was, um, I was, I was supposed to face um, Alicia Edwards, which yeah. I was really looking forward to that yeah. match. That was yeah. Hurricane Henry or whatever it was called, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I was actually stuck, I was actually stuck in Boston that weekend too. Oh, wow. Dang. I hope that, like, yeah, that was really scary, like, when it happened. But, um, yeah, maybe in the future they'll reschedule it or something. But I would hope so. I couldn't find anything on your social, Kayla, uh, if you have anything coming up in the month of January. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I know, I should get a, I should update. Um, I do, actually. I have uh, Capital Championship Wrestling um january 29th there's a show coming up um houston delaware so uh be on the lookout for that um and then of course other dates uh that are coming up i definitely have to update so keep an eye out i'll definitely update it (laughs) i do i do i have to get um more on that with my dates and stuff like that well, it's not like you're not doing anything. You're producing a <laughs> TV show and you're wrestling. I mean, yes, yes. <laughs> you're not like me who spent the afternoon in his lazy boy chair watching Letterkenny and prepping for tonight's show. <laughs> I know. Kayla's smiling. <laughs> I was trying to read it. She Probably said, uh, it's Sting makes up for the lack of Spice Girls. Kate, Kate's oh, been pestering. <laughs> Yeah, she's been pestering us. She wants. She want, probably wants another sing along with you and Matt singing Spice Girls again. Oh my gosh, I was actually just thinking about that. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh man, what do you want to sing? We did that. We did. Oh yeah. Well, they <laughs> did. We didn't. I don't remember. That's funny. We can't, we, we yeah. can't play copyrighted music though, so we can't do it. No, again. not now. Not on. Uh, not on. Stream not on Streamyard. Oh, okay. Yeah, Streamyard, <laughs> bunch of meanies. Bunch of dudes. I'm sure we could find some generic version of two. <laughs> I need what? some no, love like I never need love before. Oh no, Matt's singing. Oh no, <laughs> I had a little love. Now I'm back for more. Such a spirit free, the only way to be when to become one. Didn't they do, Kayla? Didn't they do? Didn't they do this? Yes, they did. Yep, they did. When do you become one? I was a pop weirdo when I was in that age. <laughs> Not was. First of all, I know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, now we're just getting requests in the chat room. Come on, people. I, I just remember I them all just like standing and going like this. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Am I, am I making that up too or no? No, it was it was a two weeks. <laughs> it was like yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Kayla, did you think yeah. meat, did you think did you think Meatloaf was a good bus driver? Oh my god, Meatloaf was so awesome. I love that reference. Um, when he was on the bus and he's like, "I do anything for my girls." 
but I won't do that. <laughs> like I just remember, oh my god, that movie! I could recite Spice World like from start to finish. I love that movie. <laughs> All right, so here, here, here's yeah, a confession: movie. I was actually really excited to see that movie, and it wasn't yeah. bad. No, yeah. it wasn't a bad movie at all. Good, right? It was a pretty decent, like, corny pop freaking movie. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't terrible. It was. Yeah. I mean, hey, I, I give them props. They were, like, poking fun at themselves, you know, in the whole movie. So, you know, yeah. like, with the tabloids and all that stuff. So that was that was definitely a fun movie. What is the, uh, what is the plot of Spice Girls, the movie? There the was, like, a... Oh, yeah. it was all about... Yeah, know. it was about the... the the tabloid guy that was like following them and uh i remember he like came in the toilet or something like crazy like that i remember or, um, and then i don't know and then it was um yeah they went i remember the- i remember watching yeah. it but i don't remember anything about it now oh, i do <laughs> but but i feel like it's, it, with every like musician based movie it's always yeah. about like how can we get the show to go and the, the show think- can be canceled but they, I, think- I think it was basically like it was like the rush of like Spice World and they were getting ready for their big tour, I think at Wembley or something. And then like at the end, there was like some crazy like bomb on the bus or something. I remember that. I don't know if you remember on the tour bus. And I like, re- I remember they had a sixth friend who was pregnant and they had to get yeah, to the that's or something like that. Yeah, I forget. Oh my gosh. Nikita, or I forget what the name was. Nikita, or something. So Alright, so so Tony, clearly you know. So just tell us. <laughs> no, there was they, they have a, they, there was like a it was like a I called her the six Spice Girl. She was like their friend, yeah. but she wasn't in the yeah, band, and she was pregnant, and they had to get her to the hospital or some nonsense. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just a little a little side story for spicing up your life. It was all yeah. It was all like the little adventures on the way, you know. <laughs> All around the world. Rise up your life. <laughs> All around the world. Rise up your life. I do actually. I don't know if you saw my social media, but I did. A, I want to get a shirt or something that says "Spark up your life," <laughs> like spice up your life. But I like yeah. it. Why not? Genius. Let us right? know who designs it for you. Shake it to the left if you're having a good time. Shake it to the right if you know that you feel fine. Shake it to the front. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I can't play the music, so I gotta sing, right? That's what people are tuning in for. Oh, you went for it, man. You sounded awesome. La 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 <laughs> Yellow Man in Timbuktu. Call the purple <laughs> me and you. Yeah. Shiggy shiggy shiggy. I know. Yeah, I feel like Holy we're cow. at a party. We're just at a party Ooh. just hanging out. Yes, this is the perfect way for us to to uh to end the year. <laughs> yes. Yes. What a what a year it's been. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. God, and we look forward questions. to next year. Yes. 2022. Huge. I look forward to getting an advanced copy of uh, Against the Ropes' uh, Yeah, you guys listen. Yeah, you guys are going to get an exclusive look. That's for sure. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> The only other person that ever gave us an exclusive look at something was our friend Ted DiBiase. No. <laughs> with, his, with his documentary. Me and Matt watched that at your apartment, Matt. That's yeah, the first oh, half wow. was great. The second half was weird. Yeah, no, weird. no. Yeah, you, you've you've actually joined some great company. We got an exclusive look while well, these guys did at uh, Ted DiBiase's documentary. Oh, wow. We also, we also got to hear Lanny Poffo's 
uh, acceptance speech when the Macho oh. Man was inducted in the Hall of Fame, yeah. which wow. was a huge moment for us. Yeah. But I'm putting against the ropes right up there with you. <laughs> oh I can't wait. Yeah. That's really <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I love me. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. That that makes me so excited that you guys are so excited for it. Like I can't wait for you guys to check it out. Thank you for asking the question, Kevin. I oh, no, no problem. Listen, we, we follow you on, on all your social media and we love, uh, we appreciate that you notify us about stuff that's coming out. Uh, yeah. The Facebook messages, uh, the Twitter stories, all that good stuff. And we appreciate this and we really, really are super excited about it. So just, we're, we're, we're not just yeah. angling for free yeah. look, even though we kind of are, but a little bit. But it's because we just, just love bit. you so much. So that's it. Aw, I love you guys too. Like you have no idea. Like this, like every time, like I, uh, I bring up you guys. Um, like I said, I know you guys don't want to take credit, but you definitely like help sparked. You know the, you know, against the ropes or whatever it was, the wrestling. Like talking to you guys. Like when you reached out to me, I just was so happy. Like just to be on talking about wrestling again, and just you know, this I can't believe it was already like the beginning of the, end of the year. Now look where we are. You know, the end of the year, December, and. All these all things, here, you know, and um, but yeah, so much love for you guys. I love shining weather, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, you guys are awesome. So thank you, Tony, Kevin, Matt. Thanks for everything. <laughs> thank you, Kayla. Always, thank always you. a pleasure to have you on. Anytime you yes. want in the new year, anytime. Oh, <laughs> Matt also wanted to know um, if the best of Kayla Sparks was going to be available again on DVD. <laughs> I know, I, I kind of. I know. I think you, Tony, didn't you think you had that? I have one on the shelf. We talked about it last time. Yes, I do. With with the autographed picture inside as well. The autographed picture, yes. Love that. One of my one of my favorite pieces of wrestling history. I know, right? That's a that's a um that's an old piece. Um, but yeah, I definitely something um I'll definitely I, I just recently updated my YouTube channel, so definitely I'll have like something on there where you can check it out. Um, awesome. You know, a lot of my old matches are like on my VHS tape, so I gotta like figure something out and get them out of the archives. <laughs> uh, no, April. I don't think uh, this. You guys are giving us too much credit for here. Yeah, April, please. You guys changed your life yeah. more than you know. Yeah, we're just some dudes that like to talk about wrestling. <laughs> Kayla is tied to us through through Tony's love of wrestling, and it's just this is what we do. We bring people together, and that's and right. Lit the spark in Kayla, and now she's doing <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> things. And, uh, spark up your life. I'm cleaning up hairballs, so things are going well for you. It's <laughs> a little thing. Kayla, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. At Kayla Sparks twenty four seven. Anytime you want to come back on, please yes, send definitely. us a DM. Yes. You're more than welcome. It's not Aww, even a, thank you guys. Yeah. I'll, I'll bump any guest for you. Yeah, oh, my 100%. gosh. <laughs> oh, thank you, guys. That means so much to me. Yeah, definitely we'll have to catch up again real soon. Not let, Let's not wait a year again. <laughs> you <works>. know? <laughs> Absolutely. The sooner, the better. You got any sooner plans for New Year's Eve? Um, nothing exciting. Um, still in the works. What about you guys? Are you guys doing anything fun? <laughs> Not at all. We're a, bunch, we're a bunch of losers. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel the same. Like just watching the ball drop and have, you know, have some friends or family, whatever, just hang out on the couch is kind of like <laughs> <What is laughs> <it? here. 
years, you know. New Year's Eve is amateur hour, so I tend to stay away from places. There you go. Hopefully, I'll still be awake at midnight. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Midnight's like 6 a.m. for Tony. He's so old. He stays up. I'm so old. Jeez, come on now. My thing was always like watching the ball drop and having some, like, I don't know, derbs, like, I don't know, something in the frozen, you know, like the pigs in a blanket or something, you know? It's like the like the little things, like on New Year's that, you know. I don't know. <laughs> now I'm in the mood for pigs in a blanket. We'll Thank you. Blanket. See, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> With some grandpa, like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I love it. The, the interview. The interview always starts out so serious and it just devolves into like talking about Grey Poupon and pigs and blankets and singing Spice Girls. There you go. That's what it's about. You are the so, best, Kayla. You, Matt, Like Matt said, you're welcome back anytime. Please. Uh, thanks, please guys. Thanks for listening to me. Thank you. Kayla, enjoy the rest of your night. Have a happy new year. We'll talk soon. Happy new year, yeah, Kayla. Yes, you guys will get the exclusive look, too. Against the awesome. rope. You are the That's best. It. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys again. Have a good night, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Kayla. Make sure you guys out there are following her on social media at Kayla Sparks 24-7. She's doing amazing things. And Against the Ropes is going to be a huge success. That's right. Make sure you're on board with that. That Definitely. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much again. Thank you, Kayla. Have a great night. Thanks, Kayla. See you guys. guys. (laughs) Uh, She's the best. An absolute Kev? treasure, you might say. Kev? Uh-oh. Kev? Uh... Kev? Top five. Yeah, Top my man! Five. My man! I didn't say that about Sonny last week. Sonny's also top five. Top five. But very few are top five. Very no, few. it's very hard to get in the top five. Kayla to makes that the list. show at least once. Yeah. Dude, I will we're getting you... an exclusive look, bro. Come on. That's awesome. I, l- I will leave you something to ponder with before we go to break. Oh. Ooh. Kayla is our last guest of 2021. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, my question to you guys is, how many guests do you think we've had in 2021? <laughs> 21. So you can ponder that during our break, because I have a list in front of me. Well, I'm on the potty. I will definitely ponder. You're going to go pot? You're going to take a dump? No, nah, I'm going to. I'm gonna pee, but I'll ponder while I pee. He's gonna pee sitting down. I definitely am. I am not even ashamed of it. Kevin's hose is just so big he's afraid he'll miss if he's standing up. <laughs> no, it just gets it gets no. Anyway, all right, Matt, let's go to break. <laughs> Back after this. Uh, oh god, I'm not ready. Don't you Back can't after this. up. All right, yeah, there we go. Back after this. We know you love shopping at Amazon, and we also know you love listening to The Shining Wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. But were you aware that you could combine the two, do all your shopping, and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support the Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping with the Shining Wizards. Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air, day and night. 
This station and hundreds of other radio and TV stations throughout this part of the country are pooling their resources through an emergency network hookup to keep you informed of all developments. Horns up, everyone. When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure every Friday to check out Radioactive Metal. Radioactive Metal is one of the longest-running podcasts on the interweb. And every week, we bring you a fist full of metal, including interviews with all your favorite artists, discuss all the metal news, and feature the best tunes on the air today. So grab a Lemmy, join your cool Uncle Snowy, and co-host Aaron in the pit. Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Rea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live every week on RantEMRadio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitterjack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network and join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. wrestling fans you want something awesome check out wrestling night in canada here on the shining wizards network where three canadian metalheads uniting for the love of pro wrestling every episode we go over all the latest news and special events with the odd unique interview as well so grab a cold one and check out wrestling night in canada hey are you tired of being uninformed together we can change all of that Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. 
We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Mark Order Pod and on Facebook.com slash Mark Order Pod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag join the Mark Order because if you don't find us, we will find you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah We're the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. We right. shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go maybe. way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The... Roadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, no, yeah. Well. What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast, that's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C, we spell it with a K. Sorry, Mike. Take it easy. All right, and we are back. Be sure to check out all those wonderful shows over on the Shining Wizards Network. And of course, support us. If you enjoy what you're listening to out there uh, and you want to uh, get a little extra, Show a little extra love to the Shining Wizards. Check out our Patreon over at patreon.com uh, slash wizards podcast. For as little as $1 a month, you can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. $3 a month, um, you get our bonus episodes. And every month we put out between two and four bonus shows. Uh, Survivor Series uh, 88 or 89. Nine. 89, uh, me and Kevin did last weekend. So that's out there for you, a little bonus episode. And we will be recording uh, Bret Hart. First year in WCW tomorrow, which should be a fucking hoot because I have like 36 pages of notes. Um, <laughs> I took the deepest dive ever. Me and Kevin are Bret Hart guys, so this is going to be okay. something we're going to dissect and have a good time with. Uh, $5 a month gets you uh, your plug during this read right here. And then anything above that, uh, $10 gets you a small box of wizardry, minimum three months. Uh, so uh, over three months, you'll give us thirty dollars. We'll give you a box of wizardry worth at least sixty dollars. And Matt, I was at uh, my brother's house for Christmas, and on his little counter gimmick there in his family room was a wrestling magazine uh, from nineteen ninety four with Brett Yoko and Lex Luger on the cover, going into WrestleMania. I guess eleven, ten, no ten, ten, ten. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I was like. First of all, my first thought was like, this might be mine. Because I thought it was one of the ones that I gave you in that huge lot, which I don't care. But the fact that it was there, I just like, nieces, go away, go away, go away. I'm reading this. I'm reading the Royal Rumble results from January 1994 of a show that I've seen a million times. And just like the trivia questions in that magazine alone were was worth the entire thing. They have the answers upside down at the bottom. And the trivia questions were like, how many Canadian champions has WWE had? And this is 1994. Oh, wow. So just, I, and I couldn't, like, I couldn't think. And then it turned out that, do you guys want to take a stab at it? 
As this is over tag. Before we get to our Patreons, obviously. Oh, like you want to do it as a Patreon bonus. What was that? I think it was. No, 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 no. I just want to do it right now. I'm going to see if you guys can get it. Um, Let's see. In 1994, there were four Canadian champions, uh, Intercontinental World Tag Team. In the WWF at the time or ever? Ever at the time of 1994. So at the, in 1994, it was ever. Wait, I don't know if I understand the question. It's it, it's a question that was asked in 1994. There were four. Right, but are you Canadian... saying there's only four in 1994, or since the WWF? Since the WWF started. But you're only going to 1994. Okay, uh, and you said there's only four answers. There's only four answers. Up to ni- so. Jesus Christ, Tony! It's not that hard. Well, you didn't word it very. Yeah, I don't. I. So the Mac, if the magazine was printed in 1994, the answers can only go to 1994. So there's only four answers. There's been four Canadian champions in the WWF up until 1994. Yes, and but one any of the, but any of the titles like tag team intercontinental. Yes. Okay. Well, Brett's got to be two of them, no? No, he's only well. He's, he counts as one because he's one person. Okay, so Brett, um, the Quebecers. That's the one I thought you guys were gonna miss. Come on, the Quebecers, yeah. Uh, who else, Matt? Um, the Mountie. Well, but he's a double then, right? Yeah, he would be a double because he was a Quebecer. He wasn't, he wasn't on the thing, huh? Um, ninety-four. Pat Patterson. He's a Canadian, wasn't he? Yeah. So he's on the list. So that's it. That's four. You go, you guys nailed it. I nailed it. Fuck yeah! No, that wasn't that, that wasn't as entertaining as I thought it was going to be. Patreons now. <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/podcast. Uh, so we're going to special give a special thanks to those that support us this week. Uh, Kathy Hummer, the queen of the Shining Wizards. Manny Kratzo, the king of the Shining Wizards. Danny and Anthony Rusinello, the S O, uh, the AOP of the SWP. Uh, Sean Toe, Sean Calejo. Kate, the great Hensler at ondeckic.com. She's part of Fightful. She's part of Fight Club. She's doing it all. Follow her on Twitter at Kate on Deck. I don't know what her fucking Twitter handle is. Kate, Kate on, on Deck, deck IC. IC. Come on. Kate Kate. on Deck IC. There we go. I should probably put that in my notes. Matt Garifo, no relationship to the KJG. Uh, Maddie Mellinger. Christine Friesendorf. Mark Parloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Kenny Hawsey, the Scotch drinks more. Jay Cop, the big cop of pump. Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock. Yep. Michael Hammond. Matthew Birch, the true prince of pro on the Twitter machine. Braden Bergen, the LeBron James of Mattel Elite figure collecting. Uh, Kerry Cowling. Ryan Schlong. Brendan Haney. Asian Joe. The Daily Schmark at dailysmark.com for all your wrestling news and information. David Henry Bauer the third. Mike Peterson, Rob Humphrey, and last but certainly not least, his pal Antonio Hosserman makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com. The one, 
the only William Mercier Jr. Lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean? Oh, Kevin, do I ever know what I what you mean? I know what I mean. I don't know anything anymore. No one knows anything, Matt. It's over. My brain is exploding. Yeah. So did you guys mm. potty and ponder? <laughs> Just did. I did not potty, but I sure did ponder. Can you guess how many guests we've had in the year 2020? <laughs> so, so, Tony, let me go in first on this. Okay. So there's 52 weeks in a year. You've never missed a week. Correct. So you figure we have at least one guest a week for every year. And I'm gonna get I'm probably gonna guess high, but sometimes I'm also gonna overcompensate because sometimes we have two guests and maybe one week we don't have a guest at all. So I am going to do the math in my head right now, and I am go well, on the calculator app on my laptop. Um so fifty-two times two is 104. I am going to say we have had one hundred and one guests on the Shining Wizards podcast in 2021. All right, Tony, what is your guess? Oh, God, guessing... Matt, you just completely shot that down. That's not well, I don't want to say if you're right or wrong yet. I got to okay. get his guess. I'm guessing 65. Tony, you are the closest without uh you are the closest. You did uh, probably you did 61, 62, something like that. 53. That's it? Really? Well, you don't count repeat guests. Yeah, but still, it seems so like a oh, you said new guests? No. Guests no, in 2021, but I'm not gonna count Miko Maestro four times. Uh that's or, fair. Or however many. Yeah, I, I misjudged that. Miko was only two. Tombstone Jesus was twice. Kayla was twice. I would have probably I probably would have guessed one guest a week. I probably would have guessed 52 then at that point. Yeah, Jay George was twice. Okay. There were a couple weeks there was no guest, but we came in at 53 guests for the year of 2021. We started with Brody King, we ended with Kayla Sparks. Hey, that's a hell of a year right there. Great year. And uh, I'll throw some names out just in between uh in case you are looking to go back into the archives and listen on shiningwizards.com. Uh you can listen Miko Maestro you're not familiar with Miko, uh, he's all over the goddamn place. I mentioned Tombstone Jesus, uh, the Beer City Bruiser, C.W. Anderson, Vince Averill, Tracy Hot Sauce Williams, Josh Woods, Henry Godwin. Yep. Oh. Mike Bennett. We mentioned Dave LaGreca, Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fala. Fala was here for Tony's uh, appreciation yes. show. Uh, Red Davis. Uh, Ice Train. Yeah. Jax Dane. Alan Funk, VSK. Fuck yeah, dude. Trisha Dora. Love VSK. Uh, O'Shea Edwards, Slice that, Boogie. That Ice, train, that Ice Train interview got us mentioned by uh, Eric Bischoff. I heard. Uh, Roxy, Adam Bomb. Holy yeah. shit, what a Mickey year. Mickey James, Alex Zane. What a fucking year, dude. Hammerstone. Fucking A. Luke Hawks, PJ Hawks, the big deal. Craig Vincent, Sonny Kiss, what a year for the Shining Wizard Trust. Dude, we've had so many people make returns this year, too. It's insane. Jocka. Jocka came back. Yeah, Sonny you came know what? back. Yes. And Tony, Sonny. that's a great point. And, dude, that. 
that, and that's what makes me so happy is that the relationships that we've forged 10 years ago still exist today. Like the Jockas, uh, you know, like, uh, God, I can't even tell you who, who else like, uh, but Sonny, it, that just Craig. makes it all mean so yeah. much more. So as we close 2021, Jesus, Miko. Like, yeah, Miko. Yeah, I'm kidding, Miko. That was the first. Wait, that was the first one I thought of. Did Did Tombstone debut last year with us, or was yes. this? A, yeah, no, Tombstone debuted on. Uh, Tombstone Jesus was February twenty second. Did we have we talked about Tombstone calling out Miko? He wants to make that match happen. I think I we did. did. Did we? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we did. I don't know. Talking about talking about if you like tuna fish on pizza, you ain't right in the head. He ain't wrong. I want that match to happen so badly. Can we get a promoter? Even if we even if we don't do a Shining Wizards show, can We're we get a promoter to book that. that? Can we please get a promoter to book that? Maybe we call like the the Shining Wizards like special attraction or some shit. We or gotta we make this how about happen. This? Tony, how about this? How about we sponsor? A show where we send you know a little bit of cash and we make the match happen and this is shining wizards presents this match i think this is perfect for a j george show i, I mean, love j george i want to see tombstone versus j george or tombstone versus cpa i kind of want to see miko in there too though do we do we have somebody comrade uh, dude oh no yeah miko too yeah miko too yeah I would put Kayla Sparks in a match too if we were booking a little more than one match. Well, yeah, Dude, I would. I would love to fantasy book a fucking Shining Wizard show. Oh my god, that'd be so much fun. That would be so much fun. So uh, Ryan Romano says, "Holy crap, these are some big names." Ryan, when you're done listening and supporting us, thank uh, you. Appreciate you for jumping on because Kayla. I know you showed up because Kayla Sparks was going to be on the show. Hopefully, this becomes a regular hangout for you Monday nights. Go to shiningwizards.com. Check out our past guest uh, link. It's a star-studded uh, cast of wrestling characters from Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, Santana Ortiz to you know the, the Kurt people Hawkins. you've never heard of that are on their way up. Uh, I don't want to disparage anyone, so I won't. Uh, did you guys read the private chat, or are we just going to wing it here? I wanted to know where you guys wanted to go next. What do you want to talk about? I did not see the private chat. Not on your um, phone. On you the, guys you guys want to – do we do we have anything that really happened this week that we want to talk about other than Hook? Uh, it's I mean, it's I, tough because the holidays are, are a weird time for wrestling, just like in all entertainment. So it's – I mean, there's still stuff that's good. There's still there's still stuff that's quality. It's just not necessarily super newsworthy. But Matt, I'm sure you have. Some well, I have news that- and notes. Let's we'll blow through some news and notes here before we get to to some fun topics. I don't have anything we need to take a deep dive on unless you guys want to. But obviously, AEW ran dynamite last week, and we saw the debut of Kyle O'Reilly, awesome. fresh out of NXT. Loved it. Uh, Loved he, it, Matt. Uh, he attacked uh, your boy Tony. He t- he attacked pockets. Fuck pockets. I'm with you on that one, buddy. Um, and it seems like we might be getting a, another version of the Undisputed Era. He stood tall at the end of the match with Bobby Fish and Adam Cole. Kind of caught a little side eye from the Young Bucks. So there's that. Yeah. And this is another reason why 
All right, so we can we can kind of criticize AEW. Like, what are you going to do with all this talent? Like, what are you honestly going to do with all of this talent that you're bringing in? But the Kyle O'Reilly thing, the fact that we're Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Adam Cole against uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Dude, that like that has me. That like I'm in. I'm here for it. Like, give it to me all day and twice on Sunday. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so good. No, I agree. Kevin, you want to know what's better? Oh, I'm in. We're getting a hangman page. Brian Danielson, part two, January 5th in Newark. Whoa. Really? Oh, yes, really. Question. If it's another hour match, I'm not going to be really ecstatic about that. Do you think they're rushing the rematch? No. Not at all. No, I don't think they're well. They're gonna. They're, there's not gonna be a time limit draw because they're gonna have three judges. Oh, oh no, that shit. I hate. You hate the judge. Well, the judges are there if it goes to a time limit draw, but I so I don't right. think we get the time limit draw. All right. So here's the thing, and I I see both sides of it. I, some people were saying you're not gonna need the judges, so they're just there for show. But my thing is, why even have the judges if it's not gonna come to the judges? NWA used to do that shit all the time. That's why it's an old it's an old plot device. It makes you think that they're going to wind up going to the judges. But it's in Newark, New Jersey. Who gives a shit? Let me ask you a question here. Newark doesn't have judges. No. How would you feel if one of those judges was Jonathan Gresham? All right. So I heard that too. And if it if that leads to a story between Daniel Brian Danielson and Jonathan Gresham, then yes. If he shows oh. up with the with the Ring of Honor Championship, which he's defending against Chris Sabin at Hard to Kill, so he may not even have it. But I think we all know he'll have it. Um, also, Hard to Kills after this show. Oh, good good to know. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if if it leads to the match that we that we all want. Jonathan Gresham and Daniel Bryan, and if it goes to the judges and Jonathan Gresham is the one that might screw Daniel Bryan or something like that, then maybe I'll forgive it. But still, or would like, you would you be interested if Brian Danielson was so distracted by Jonathan Gresham at ringside that he can't focus on Adam Page, and maybe Adam Page steals the victory? Ah, uh, you got to be careful though. You got to be careful. You don't want you don't want your world champion who's only had one title defense and went to a time limit draw. You don't want him to be the secondary story in this in this situation. That's always a bad idea. I agree with Tony. I agree. I agree with Tony 100% on that. And I I also think that um Yeah, Daniel Bryan can't be this match can't end with like a sneak win. It's got to be it's got to be like a a super either clean finish or it's got to be Jonathan Gresham just got way too way too involved like daniel like it paints the picture for a later story it, it lays the groundwork for something if you get i don't want i don't want to sneak up finish like like tony said i don't want that right. yeah you don't want you don't want like music playing and somebody stops to look at the entrance way and then schoolboy one two yeah. three fuck off right don't want yeah that. it's fun it's fun at times but not for this especially since since adam page the only thing he's done was that match against Danielson since he's won the title. He hasn't even had any defenses where he just fucking looked like a monster and just plowed uh, through somebody. And like he, he also got me a this great action figure. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, shit, baby. That's something to look forward to January 5th, the first show on TBS as well. 
that's going to be interesting to see what happens with uh, the TBS uh, crossover. Ooh, can I ask a question? Are we on the finals? Like, who's going to go for the TBS championship on the women's side yet? Or uh, We have one of our finalists. It's Ruby Soho. She will face the winner of the Thunder Rosa Jade Cargill match. I believe this Wednesday night. Ooh. It's got it, It's got to be Jade. Jade's winning this thing. It's, yeah. See, I think different. I think if you are looking to, my opinion... I- I think it should be uh, Thunder Rosa against Ruby Soho. I mean, I think they've done such a poor job with the women's division. Look, Jade Jade Cargill looks like a million bucks, but she is greener than goose shit still. And, and and I'm sure Thunder Rosa can carry her through a match, and maybe Ruby Soho can do the same thing. But your first move to TBS, I think you want to showcase two unbelievable women, almost like Owen Hart, Davy Boy Smith for the European title. I'm fucked. I'm and bizarre. then you can have... You could have Jade get involved somehow, and then she could chase the TBS champion. I, I just don't think she's uh, – I don't think she should be the first. That's just me. I, I, I agree in terms of you want to have your two best workers in there, and clearly I think in other than maybe Britt, like the two best workers in AEW are – and Statlander are, um, are Ruby and Thunder Rosa. But – if you want to like make an impact and if you want to build a star, a woman's star, it's got to be Jade. They've done too much. They've invested a lot in her. And I feel like they need to make it count first. Now, whether or not she hangs on to the belt for, uh, you know, six months or two months or a week, whatever, that's fine. I just think, again, this is tale as old as time, as they say in the very, very classic movie, Beauty and the Beast. Um, the 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 money's in the chase. So I think if you have Jade Cargill hold that belt with that swimy, slimy Mark Sterling uh behind her, um you have Thunder, you have uh Ruby, you have Taya, you have all these women that can go after her. I just think you gotta have her as the monster heel with that belt. Now who's the current uh woman's champion is it it's still Brit, it's right Brit, still yeah. Brit. it's Brit. all right so all right so then maybe if you want to have a baby face to counteract that i'll give you that but i think it's got to be jade uh, yeah. i know i said I a lot know. there i'm sorry i don't know i don't know i'm 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 yeah whatever i'll have to wait and see <laughs> what right, tony great 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 input tony the thing i want to get matt's opinion on i understand that we have a new tnt champion we do have a new tnt champion so is this Cody's final, like, ha-ha, you all fucking idiots, I'm not a babyface after all moment? Love it. I think it's fantastic. Love it. I'm with Matt. Um, Love it. so fucking hated. Look. I fuck, get it. Why not, right? I, I get it. And look, I know everyone's like, Cody Rhodes is the Triple H of AEW. He is. He's Come not. on. He and is. here's why. And he won with the Tiger Driver, and he set it up like he was going to do the pedigree to to make you think of Triple H because that's why you think you hate him, and you don't hate him for the reasons you hate him. He's he's done nothing wrong to you. He is not Tony Khan. He doesn't book the shows, so you're hating him for all the wrong reasons, but he gave you a reason to hate him again, and I loved it. I liked it, too. Look, at Greensboro, he's got ties with his family. He's definitely he, and I think again <laughs> he's got the title on him because he's going to put over either Scorpio Sky or Ethan Page. Kevin, Kevin just goes. He didn't do anything to you. That's right. <laughs> Listen, you guys, 
feel it and feel it within yourself. I fucking love. I love it. Uh, that was an amazing line, by the way. I'm gonna well, start using that when people get pissed off at wrestlers. Yeah, I love it. Fucking David. David Crockett was there to give him the title. I loved it. I loved everything about it. Oh David Crockett was like the like the father in uh, King of Queens. I don't know if you ever He's seen that movie. Old as shit. What do you want from yeah. him? Wait, Jerry Stiller? No, the the oh oh god no. I'm sorry. No, not him. <laughs> the uh, the hot chicks dad no no kevin no kevin uh kevin james dad look exactly like him look him up <laughs> kevin's making us look up a lot of people tonight i ain't, looking, right. up, I ain't looking up shit anymore <laughs> <laughs> i don't blame you i'm sorry <laughs> I'm up shit. you want all your aw information tune into the mark order podcast wednesday night uh i got stuck in the freezing fucking cold wednesday night and then it turned into i'm a fucking grinch and i don't want to do the show uh, so Ant Money well, can suck a bag. How do you like them apples? Yeah, you know what? I mean, Get in Ant Money's in Ant, in Ant Money's defense, he's not wrong. I mean, you know what? No, Ant, he's always wrong. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I mean, you know, poor him. If it wasn't for him and Ryan Schlong, it would just be Kate talking about Buster all night. Well, that's why I teamed up with him. That'd be a good. That'd be a good move. Right, I fucking walked podcast. in the door at ten o'clock. What do you think? I'm gonna fucking sit down and do a podcast or something I didn't want? Um, yeah, Mr. Matthew Birch has a great idea. Uh, TNT title is gonna go to Hook, and the world's gonna celebrate. No, no, everyone loves Hook. Listen, I I like Hook too. Until somebody floated on uh, on the social medias that Hook thinks he's fucking Road Warrior Hawk, no selling pile drivers. What the fuck, dude? Stop! It's Come fucking on, what do you mean? Twenty twenty one. Everybody knows sells everything. Did you if guys notice? Sold everything. There'd be no wrestling. What's the point? Did you guys notice the camera angles that they did when Hook no sold and when Kyle O'Reilly debuted? They were the exact same camera angles. Like, yeah, like they the just over like, the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. That's I just thought that angle. was unique. Yeah, of course. It, it's it, it was a great angle when he fucking puts his arms out and then Hook all of a sudden stands up and he's got that look on his face. Listen, I'll I'll never understand why Hook is over as much as he is. I understand why he's over. I just. I just don't get it yet, and uh, hopefully I'll see it soon. But Matt, you—I mean, you guys talk about AEW every week. What is? What is the... Look, I just saw—I just saw his debut match, and I can tell you right away. One is probably the anticipation because this guy's just been in the background doing fuck all for like the past year or whatever it's been. Two. He's got a different look. He comes out with his hair fucking slopped all over the place. He's got the shorts on. He's got a good build. And three, he is. When I say smooth, Kev, get the butter out of the fridge. He's smooth yeah. like butter in there, dude. It's I'm insane how smooth he is. It's it's just weird because he's not. And again, this is old school wrestling thinking. But hey, I'm almost 40 years old. So he's not the biggest guy. And I guess that's kind of what Taz was as well. Not the biggest guy. But the, the, the AEW crowd loves him. And I feel like they gravitate to the weird like they gravitate to stuff that norm like pop fans won't gravitate to. And that's Hook. Hook is like like all right, why do I like Hook? But sure, all these other the same reason like why Hook. fucking Danhausen is over. Yeah. The same reason why Joey Ryan was over before we found out he was a fucking sexual monster. Yeah. Jerk. It's weird shit. I just yeah. I just don't like that they they're calling the finisher red rum. I mean, I get it, but it's it's so fucking it's Why, why Jim, What is that? Why, why is that by the way? 
just call it just call it the Taz mission. It's your old man's finisher. Who gives a shit? Oh, red rum spelled backwards is murder. Yeah, it's murder. Ha ha inside joke. Oh no, I, I mean, get that, but is there a story behind why No, he, Taz just he... said that that's the name of the oh, move. Okay. He just Brother Taz, Brother yeah. could be only one. Just dying. Only one Katahajime. That's the third time he's worked in a Taz fucking impression tonight. <laughs> hey, who's that over there? Is that Mantar? Is that Mantar over there? All right, man. Oh, I got you. Hey, Kayla, let me ask you. You ever smell Hook's hair? That's a fucking serious question. I'm surprised you didn't ask her if she ever shit her pants. Ah, damn it. I got to We've had two down. interviews and you didn't get up to I that. I think yet. he was close and we cut him off. I think he was right well, there. I think, I think because he caught so much shit from us saying that you like to play with yourself that he fucking backed off. That Ooh, was no, a that terrible was a segment, joke. by the way. <laughs> what? Nothing wrong that with was, Jack. Off. That's a terrible thing to say. What? You, Everyone does it. Kev, you know what it is? Like when you not every talk, day. Talking to Kayla though, like it feels, older. it feels like like it feels weird asking shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> is it just me? Who? I don't know. It's just maybe it's just me. I don't know. It is you. No. Well, she's no Ke- see, like... Kevin fucking fell off the wagon right as soon as you said it too. I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm a fucking lunatic. I don't know what to <laughs> tell right. you. It it in fairness, it did enter my head, but I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to let that one just kind of hit the speed bump and get there. Not Matt. Hey, Kevin, yeah, you're it all wrong. <laughs> to thy own self be true. <laughs> to my own self be true. That's to thy own self, right? Isn't oh. that a Robin Williams thing? Yes, oh, Robin no. Williams came up with that. <laughs> no, in a movie of his. Yeah, Patch Adams said that. Oh, when he was the doctor? <laughs> Jack. I believe it was Jack when he was a 40-year-old, five-year-old. Pajeria. <laughs> he had fucking grown-up progeria. How does that yeah. work? Old progeria head. <laughs> Pull a honey mustard on that thing and lick it off. I will <laughs> say, Good Will Hunting is one of my favorite movies of all time. But anyway, Jack, yeah. Pajeria Jack. Yeah, how do you <sighs> like them apples? <laughs> yeah, I got a number. How do you like them apples? Uh, we got a pay-per-view we got to pick Saturday. Oh, what the, hey, me, let me ask this you this. Me. Before we get into the pay-per-view, how many people are not going to be on the show now? Uh if it was if it was if it was tonight, a lot. Yeah, it's weird because a lot are a lot of people sick or are they just under like like quarantine? Oh, or Seth they... Rollins has COVID. Oh, oh so he's not involved. Uh Last night they did a show at MSG. There was no Biggie, no Seth Rollins, no Becky Lynch, no Bianca Belair, no Queen Zelina, no Bobby Lashley in wow, Tampa. That's like, that's the entire yeah. top of the card in Tampa. They did a show. No Roman Reigns, no Shinsuke Nakamura, no King Woods. Now, are these all just precautions, or are these people sick, or do we not know? Well, Seth Rollins has COVID, so that's him and Becky. Yeah, Becky's going to be gone too. Yeah. Right now, I don't know what the reports are. I don't know if it was a we need these guys for Atlanta uh, for this day one pay per view type of deal, but I don't know if any of them are at Raw either. Ah, uh... you know, like that. <laughs> so obviously, Seth and Becky aren't on Raw tonight. I, I also read that a lot of the NXT was on standby too to see. Yeah, I think they did uh, Pete Dunn against Tommaso Ciampa last night at MSG. Ooh, we might get Braun Breaker at the pay per view. Oh, great. Let's get freaking Braun Breaker and fucking Harrison Garvey. <laughs> or the, what their names are. Well, Kevin, who are good news for you. Who are tremendous if, talents, but I just, uh, I hate NXT, what, what it's become. If you, it's not if terrible. You if you don't get them Sunday, you'll get Saturday, you'll get them at uh, 
New Year's Evil on Tuesday, January 4th, as Tommaso Ciampa defends his title against Braun Breaker. Wait, is that a pay-per-view too? No, that's a uh, special. Oh, so we're not picking that. No. I want to get only I picking all my, I want all my favorite NXT acts to go to, to AEW and just be awesome. I don't even care I if it's found, on dark. Uh, I found this a little interesting in looking at uh, notes this week. Kevin Owens said that uh oh, that's right. No one from Ring of Honor reached out to anyone from WWE about leaving uh, a nice little comment to be playing that final battle. Yeah, I find that peculiar, but I would like to get like a second take on that. Because I, I believe that to be true, but if someone else said it, it would make me believe it more. Like if Seth Rollins said it, or if um, uh, or who else was uh, Sami Zayn said it. If someone like if, if someone else said it, like if you get two people saying the same thing, then you're more likely to believe it that as a but I I still do believe Kevin Owens when he said that. So he was on a French podcast. And he said, the answer is quite simple. Ring of Honor didn't ask any wrestlers from WWE to do it, nor contacted anyone at WWE. I was at a WWE show, and I was watching on my phone. So it was not something I simply ignored. So I guess if they had reached out. Yeah. And I'm sure sure if Kevin Owens said, hey, do you mind if we do this, they wouldn't have had a problem with it. Oh, well, well, Kevin Owens shouldn't be the one that has to reach out. No, 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 be... no, no. Like if they reached out to Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens just told yeah. whoever's in charge, say, hey, I'm doing a video for Ring of Honor. I don't think they'd care. They've yeah, talked I, about I, Ring of Honor before. And they've used their photos and, yeah, and, like, and stuff on the website and everything. Yeah. So. Didn't they do a profile on Seth Rollins like a year or two ago? And they had they had a bunch of shit talking about Ring of Honor then. Yeah. They always talk about Ring of Honor. It's not. Yeah, like they don't I, I, they I trust don't Kevin Owens that that's the truth. But just if, if it is the truth. That's mind-boggling to me on Ring of Honor's part. I mean, maybe they just didn't even bother because it would be too much red tape. What, just to say, hey, like, WWE's been lenient in the past with, with these sort of things. Yeah, you would think. You would think they wouldn't be a big deal. But it's just strange that Ring of Honor didn't, like, why not take a shot? You know what I'm saying? Look, if Ring of Honor, if, if they're coming back in April, they need to hire Matt to do like all like their PR stuff. Cause Ooh. Matt would have fucking reached out to everybody. Matt would have yeah. called everybody on the roster. That's true. Fuck yeah. Everyone that was associated to ring of honor. Well, yeah, but no, nah, you would have called triple H. You would have been like, Hey Hunter, you got a message for ring of honor. You know, I wouldn't call him Hunter. I call him trips trips. There you go. Like what's up? Oh. Hey trips, Matt yeah. from ring of honor. I call him Mr. H. Let me <laughs> grab your ear for a second. Big guy. Dude, How's that sounds great. Matt from Ring of Honor. Yeah, Holy I'd be like, How's fuck, the ticker, dude. buddy? Good? All right. Kev, Kids that's our mission. Well. Kev, great. wait. That's our mission for 2022. When Ring of Honor comes back, hashtag get Matt a job at ROH. Listen, Matt, I, weren't you applying for like a social media job with AEW or something like that, Matt? No. Didn't someone recommend you for that? I don't think so. <laughs> like, if, they like did, a, I, if they did, I missed it. <laughs> I thought that like Kate may have said like uh, Matt, you should. St- oh no, there was an opening for a job, and Kate said Matt, you should still apply. And you oh, made it busted open was looking for something. Ah, uh, yeah, producers or something. You should do it. Nah, dude, Matt doing social media, social uh, what you call? No, be a, a board op. Fucking no, fuck the board op. Matt needs Matt's a people person. Matt needs to be out and no. about, moving. No, and he's not. No, he is. Trust when it comes to this shit, dude. Yes, yes, hundred percent. No, he's Matt great knows. With our guest Matt knows how to be. He knows how to be a respectful pest. He's got this a. Is knack the same, for this it. is the same person that says to wrestling fans, "Don't fucking talk to me." 
Yeah, but that's yeah. different. That's not Wrestling Matt moving and shaking, you know? Holy no. shit, dude. I would love I for Matt great. to have a job at Ring of Honor. That would be so awesome. I think so it'd be a great awesome. board op for, for a wrestling show for Busted Open. I think it'd be tremendous. Well, he'd do a better job than I would fucking up the, the <laughs> intro yeah. music. I curse too much. I have a potty mouth. No, but the board op is not usually on the air. No, I'd want to be on the me. air, though. Huh? I'd want to be on the air. All right. I got yeah, put Matt needs to over. be on... Matt needs to be unleashed. Matt Matt can't be stuck behind a board. He'd lose yeah, right? Right. I, did, I recorded a podcast today. He's too gorgeous. I did another podcast to set before we did this show tonight. All right. Who, what podcast did you do uh, today? Yeah, Matt? what was this? I'm going back on the Apron Bump podcast. Oh, right. look at this. Yeah, we reviewed uh, Ring of Honor Revenge on the Prophecy from 2003. All right, nice. Shout and out to Kyle Apron chopped Bumps. It, up. it probably won't be available to the end of... Uh, end of January, but I'll let you guys know when it goes up. Yeah, the last time you were on that show, it was actually a really good episode. You you guys had good chemistry, and and it was it was good shit, man. I enjoyed it. Those guys do I a good listened. job. Yep. So this is what day one looks like right now, boys. Uh-huh. Uh, Saturday, January first, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, four way for the WWE Championship. Big E defends against Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Bobby Lashley. Becky Lynch defends her Raw Women's Championship against Liv Morgan. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Champs, the Usos, defend against The New Day. Edge versus The Miz. Drew McIntyre against Madcap Moss. What the fuck is a Madcap Moss? The Madcap he's, Moss. Uh, he's the Moss you don't want on your uh, on your lawn there, I guess. And uh, the hip-hop group Migos will make a special appearance. Just oh, wait, 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 wait. What the fuck is a Madcap Moss, and why are there three Amigos on the show? <laughs> I appreciate the effort, Tony. I love the effort for the comedy. Madcap oh, come Moss on. You're is... laughing, bro. You're laughing. I am laughing. I'm with you. I am I am right there with you. Madcap Moss is a happy Corbin's cohort, and uh, he's a big – he was uh, Riddick Moss. Riddick Moss? There you go. Yep, that's who he was. Yeah. So why and is then, he madcap now? I guess I, I don't know what the term madcap means, but I guess it's... I only I only remember it from cartoons like madcap antics, like something crazy or some shit like that. All right, right? so that's probably it. Is he crazy? No, he's just a happy, fun bad guy. Oh, like, hey, yo, look at me. I'm a bad hey, is Shorty oh. is Shorty G still in WWE? I think so. And I yeah, think he's, he's in a tag with team with Otis. The Alpha oh, that's Academy, right. He's the guy I with think. Otis. What are they yeah. called, by the way? Do we know? The Alpha, Acad- the Alpha Academy. That's right. They actually had a that's good it. name for fucking two schlubs that shouldn't be together. Not that they're schlubs, but... Here's a better question. Is, is Jason Jordan still with the company as a producer? Oh, you mean Kurt Angle's fifth kid? That's right. Well, if he's if he's producing... News came down today that Raw tonight only had half the producers there because the other half got COVID. You have names? I don't have names. They didn't say the names. They just said half the. So usually they have about twelve producers at Raw. Tonight they have about half because of COVID. They also announced Uh-oh. that COVID testing is no longer required. Wait, no longer required where? For vaccinated or for everyone? Uh, Fightful Select is reporting that WWE Performance Center talent was informed this past weekend that they are no longer being required to take COVID tests twice a week, which previously had been mandatory. 
Additionally, WWE main roster talent have been informed that weekly testing is not required. It is not known if this is a vaccination qualifier to that or not. Okay, Amen. so we don't know the whole story yet. Yeah, I got more here. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Uh-oh. Uh, it, the, it has been confirmed uh, that they are no longer testing talent for COVID. But what are testing them for? The months? I don't know what they're testing them for. They said uh, there are new rules that masks are mandatory backstage at all times, and there will be find, fines imposed for not just WWE talent, but anyone backstage. The company did recommend, but not mandate, everyone get a booster. All right. I mean, this is where we are now. We have to, like, we ha- I don't want to make this a COVID thing, but we have to, like, move we have to move on like these people like this omicron variant isn't as it's more contagious but it isn't as serious so we just gotta just keep going and we gotta work we gotta work through it and i understand completely it is believed and i'm the most i'm the most protective covid guy in the world by the way so it is believed company is following cdc recommendations and shortening the quarantine time from 10 to 5 days so those who tested positive and missed shows would be available for day one provided the positive test took place saturday or earlier are likely to be available for day one show see so they are cutting stuff back that's fine yeah you got look you have to move forward i think david stern said it the nba guy they asked him if he was going to Oh, no. Him. David Stern's been dead for a long time. Uh, David Silver? Adam Silver. Adam Silver. Close. There I'm not you a go. basketball guy. But he said they asked him if he was going to cancel basketball games like the hockey. And he said, no, we have to move forward at some point. Yeah. Hockey, ho- the whole hockey thing was just uh, because they were still scheduled to go to the Olympics. So that's why I think that they canceled that. Now they're not going to Beijing uh, for it. So that's, I think that's all intertwined. But uh, in the NXT department, let's oh, move along. Ah, here, boys. Love that department. My favorite get, store. A little banner up here. Uh, so New Year's Evil is taking place. There'll be a triple threat match. Mandy Rose will defend her NXT Women's Championship against Raquel Gonzalez and Cora Jade. I love Cora Jade. Okay. I love Mandy Rose. I love Raquel okay. Gonzalez. Good on all of them. Uh, they like will a, also like, be. Oh, sorry, Tony. It's like Kevin's fantasy threesome right there. They will also be unifying the North American Championship and the Cruiserweight Championship. How does that happen? Well, Are Car- we going with 20, is 205 alive, not alive anymore? No, 205 will still probably be, just because of international rights, I'm guessing, will still be a thing, but it just won't be a Cruiserweight title thing. And they try, I love the 205 Live thing. I loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. I love the Cruiserweight division coming back, but now it's it's a it's a different world, so... If you're gonna just get rid of it and let let Roderick Strong hold both belts, Matt, what's the match again? It's Roderick Strong versus Carmelo Hayes. Oh God, Carmelo Hayes is gonna win and he's gonna unite it. And <laughs> all right, Kevin. Yep. Uh, are you Kevin excited? Was, Kevin was on board until he heard Carmelo Hayes, and then everything just went out the window. <laughs> no, I like Carmelo Hayes. I just. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Are you excited for Brian Kendrick's return to the ring? Oh, God. I didn't know this was happening. He's going to wrestle that uh, Harland, that Parker Bordeaux kid, that monster who's hanging around Joe Gacy. I still got to watch that. I still got to watch because he returned on uh, NXT yesterday or two days ago, three days ago, four days ago, five days ago. I guess. Uh, I don't know. 
Yeah, he returned on NXT, I guess, because uh, I've responded to some tweets about it. And I love Brian Kendrick. He <laughs> he was taking a nap while he was on our show. I mean, he still made the call, so. No, I love it. I give him credit for that. I give you Kendrick for that. Uh, so this week is uh, Harlan, Brian Kendrick, Dexter Loomis, Grayson Waller, Raquel, and Cora Jade against Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Right. Contract signing and Matt Riddle and NF- MSK confront Imperium. So if you're into the NXT, this is that's for you. And there are some positive things about NXT. The toxic attraction has been incredible. Um, MSK is good and entertaining. It's an entertaining product, but it's just not what the hardcore fans that it, the change was so sudden and so different. It's just, it, it, it's going to take a while. And just when you think you're used to it, you might not like it as much. It's just going to take a while to, to get used to what NXT has become. And I'd be shocked. I'm not going to lie to you guys. If this show was still on USA network within an, this time next year, I'd be shocked. I think, I think it's going right, to be done right to the cock, right to the, right to the peacock. Dunzo right to the peacock. Well, it's my favorite time of the year, boys and girls. It is wrestle kingdom time. Ooh. Oh boy. Uh, and we have uh, three nights full of extra, ex- extra, extra fun stuff. But in the United States, they're still running their New Japan Strong shows. Tony, I just bring this up for you. Oh, They'll be running yeah. New Japan Strong, the new beginning USA 2022, in Washington Hall. Washington. Out there in Seattle. Who is Miko going to be there? But Kevin, uh, Tony, the only reason I bring this up is because Jay White. Has the U.S. of J Open Challenge? Oh, geez. wait, he's the United States champion. No, he lost to Big Tom. So then, how is he doing the United States of J Open? Because he's in the United States. Oh, good for him. Hashtag FJW. Oh, fuck you. What now? <laughs> I know you guys. <laughs> he's such a dick. I know you guys love. The King of Pro Wrestling title that Toriano has. Well, rest easy tonight, my friends. He is still the King of Pro Wrestling Championship. Check this match out. He's he still beat, a championship. Kevin. He beat Yoshinobu Kanemura in a year-end party match. Oh, oh. boy! So there were interval, interval, intervals, 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 intervals. That's the word. Intervals throughout the match where the wrestlers had to drink whiskey. Oh Jesus! Wait, so Toriano's say that, doing say, say that one more time, Matt. So throughout the match, they had intervals where the wrestlers each had to do like a shot of whiskey. That's my my favorite thing ever. Oh God! Well, Toriano's a very entertaining fellow, and he uh, he uh, he pinned Yano pinned Kanemura after hitting a power bomb. And he is, he is, once again, your king of pro wrestling champion, Toriano. Matt? I mean, Tony, what do you think about that? Good for him. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We should, we should do a shot of whiskey. Oh, God. Uh, they announced the match rules for <laughs> Shibata's return. Uh, he is facing a mystery opponent January 4th, and the match will contest under catch wrestling rules 
stretches and submissions will be in use as well as throws. Victor will be, victory will be attained as usual via pinfall, submission count out. However, strikes of any kind will be prohibited. Ooh. Now, we don't know who Shibata's mystery opponent is. Obviously, it will not be Brian Danielson because of COVID and because he'll be at uh, AEW Dynamite the next night in Newark, New Jersey. But the possibilities are endless here. They have a stacked uh, card for Wrestle Kingdom's Night 1 and 2. So it'll be interesting to see who they bring in to face Shibata. Shibata. Shibata bread. Uh, This is what Night 1 of Wrestle Kingdom looks like. And we'll be picking this... Next week? Yes, next week. This is all set in stone. So, Night one has Shingo versus Okada for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Desperado Hiromu Takahashi for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Your Ooh. IWG tag team, IWGP, excuse me, tag team titles are on the line as the Dangerous Techers take on the team from Chaos of Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. Uh, you're never openweight champion. Big Tom takes on Evil. Uh, Shibata against a mystery opponent. Uh, L.I.J., Naito, Sonata, Bushi against Will Ospreay, Great Okan, and Jeff Cobb. Uh, Tony's Fuckboy, uh, Taguchi, and Rocky Romero against Kenta. Oh, I'm sorry. The older Fuckboy. Taguchi and Rocky Romero versus Kenta, Ishimori, and El Fantasmo. Uh, Yo versus Show. Yo! And then the uh, the New Japan Rambo Battle Royal will kick off the pre-show. But the four finalists move on to a four-way the next well. night to determine the King of Pro Wrestling 2022 trophy winner. Uh, night two night gives two. us either Shingo or Okada against Osprey. U.S. title, Kenta defends against <laughs> old fuckboy, Taroshi Tanahashi. Naito, Jeff Cobb, Sonata, Great Okan. Never openweight six-man titles. Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, and Yo against Evil, Yujiro Takahashi, and Sho. Our King of Pro Wrestling 2022 trophy four-way match. Uh, our stardom match. Uh, Mayu Iwatani and Starlight Kid against Tom Nakano and Saya Kamatani. Yep. Get that right? Uh, and your IWGP Junior Heavyweight title match. Titles are on the line as Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask defend against Taji Ishimori, El Fantasmo, uh, Taguchi, and Rocky Romero. You guys so are going to have to Google, Google all this shit. No, I will. And, I'll, and I'm going to watch. But here's what I don't like about New Japan. Uh-oh. Is that they they literally just like book. Like you have a big event one night and it, the same people are wrestling the next night. And you're like. And you're having them promoted in the same match the next night, or not the same match, but like, then like, why why should I care about night one if these guys are wrestling again in night two? What do you mean? I mean, like, like, what's the difference? Like, why should I? Is it just promoting the entire event? Which, if that's the case, and that's fine. But like, if if I know something can happen on night two, like, why am I watching night one? What what's your like? Do you not want to see a six man with two guys who are going to square off the next night? Is that what you're saying? I guess. Is that was that the only one? Was that the only? If that's the only one, then I'll take it back. I'll take it all back. I mean, so Naito, Sonata, and Bushi take on Osprey, Okan, and uh, Jeff Cobb, and Naito will face Jeff Cobb night two, and Sonata will face the Great Okan. 
Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Tanahashi's it's just, it's in a just... six-man against Kenta, and then you'll see Tanahashi and Kenta on night two in a one-on-one match. It's just weird. Just weird promoting like two matches, like two events, literally 24 hours apart with the same people involved. I've always felt weird about that. That's just, that's just my take. It might be, I might be dead wrong. I could have, it might be a horrible take, but it's just weird for me. All right. That's just how they do it in Japan. They've been doing that like, that way forever. I'm sure the oh, I know. COVID and the travel restrictions have something to do with that. But if you're saying that's how they've been doing it for years, then then this wouldn't have anything else. This wouldn't. Well, this is the first time we've seen the wrestle Wrestle Kingdom was split into two nights last year, uh, but they they had. uh, I don't think they loaded it up with with uh, as much talent this year. There's a a little more talent on there. Last year was the only time Wrestle Kingdom was two years was two days in a row. No, last year was the first year with the COVID. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, the year before that, it was two nights when uh, Fuckboy won the title. No, when Naito won the title, excuse me. Who's Fuckboy? Uh, Abushi. Take your pick. Nah, Tony's. Oh, maybe Kota Abushi is going to be the X because he's not on this card at all. All righty. We'll have to wait and see. No, that's listen. I I always get intrigued about New Japan this time of year, Matt. Like literally, no disrespect. I like this is the only time where I truly love New Japan Pro Wrestling, and and it's the only time I really watch it. So I I'm excited about uh about Wrestle Kingdom, hundred percent. As am I, Tony. How are you feeling about Wrestle Kingdom? I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's Tony like the can't same wait. Sarcastic response. Don't don't what? take that down. There's there's nothing to talk about Impact. It was a recap show. It was a year year end awards. Take it down. Well, we are on the road to hard to kill, and you oh, mentioned gonna... where Jonathan Gresham is defending the Ring of Honor Pure Title against Chris Saban. We'll also see Steve Macklin challenge uh, Trey Miguel for the X Division Championship. Uh, Moose versus Matt Cardona versus William Morrissey is your main event. Uh, Mickey James, Diana Perazu in a Texas Death Match. The Inspiration against the Influence, which is Madison Rain and Tennille Dashwood for the Impact Knockouts title. Good for them. Uh, there's a Women's Ultimate X match with Lady Frost, Rosemary, Jordan Grace, Tasha Steeles, Chelsea Green, and Rachel Ellering. Why? Why what do you mean why? Why what? Why an Ultimate X match? It's the first the one first in women's ever. wrestling history in Impact. But why? Why not? Was there a story behind them getting to this point? Or is it just like, hey, let's just put six women in an Ultimate X Is there a story be- behind any Ultimate X Max that ever existed ever? It's just putting yeah. five or six great people in a match, and they fight, and they climb the little things. Fight. Well, then maybe the Ultimate X match sucks all around. How about that? How is it any different than a ladder match? How is it any different than a, 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 a Money in the Bank match? So what are they winning for this Ultimate X match? A future knockouts championship shot. Yeah, Tony, that's pretty. That's a pretty big deal, buddy. Wonderful, Tony. Not impressed. Tony, no, yeah, Tony hates really. it. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> is hate is hate the good way to describe it, or are you yeah, just sure. not impressed? No, no, whatever. Yeah, he's going kinda. with hate. All right, yeah. so not impressed, I guess, is fair, but it's like nothing that we've not seen before. Yeah, Tinsel Tony. Yeah. Tony, are you grumpy? No, not really. Grinch. 
Not looking forward to a six women ultimate X match. That's all. Why not? The, the talent this match is tremendous. Uh, right, Tony, it's just not your cup Matt. of tea. Nope. All right, that's fair. Listen, if that's you, that's you. That's right. Perhaps this cup of tea. No. Perhaps this cup of tea is caliente. All right. Uh, there was nothing on this week either. I'm well, gonna it, I'm going to sit back and announce that uh, they will be coming to Charlotte, North Carolina. Woo! And we will get a new digital series called Decoded that will premiere this Thursday. Uh, the series will be an all-access look at your favorite athletes, moments, and people from the world of MLW. And the first episode of Decoded will focus on former MLW World Heavyweight Champion Jacob Fatu. Well, they're pushing him now to be the next babyface behind uh, Hammerstone, so kind of makes sense. Does that excite your loins? I mean, will I watch it? Probably. Is it going to do anything for me? It depends on the production, what they really get into. I don't know. I mean, I'm interested. I'm not like, holy shit, decoded. What the, you know. Yeah. All right, fair enough. They're new, uh, new in-ring content, Tony. You have another week without MLW. Uh, oh. If you're watching Decoded, the the Aztec Underground series starts January 6th, Thursday. Can't January. wait. More, Mil, more, Mil, more King Muertes and more Los Parks. Now, let me ask you this. Do you want more Aztec Underground or more? Uh, I did not watch NWA this week. Doesn't matter. I, my understanding was Joe Galley was intoxicated. That was what we we're going with here. Soused. Whoa. Yeah. So the, the whole gimmick was that the studio wasn't really the studio, but it was Joe Galley's house. And Velvet Sky was there. And Tim Storm was there. And Austin Idol was there. And they did like a Secret Santa kind of thing. The only thing other than... Well, actually, there were two other things. So Joe Galley got progressively more drunk as the night went on. He was just nice. acting silly, though. So it was like, whatever. Nice. Like, you know, it was typical. The tie was loosened up. One of the shirt tails was hanging out, you know, telling everybody how great they were and all this and that. And uh, uh, Austin Idol. Matt, I know how much you hate Austin Idol. <laughs> Velvet Sky. She was okay here, and I'll tell you why. Oh. Somebody gave Austin Idol breath mints for Christmas as his, like, you know, <laughs> secret Santa. So he told this whole sad story of like how the Christmas meant so much to him when he was little and he would wait for Santa Claus to come down the chimney. And then he looks at it, he goes, this, this just kind of took away a little bit of that specialness from Christmas for me. And I was like, holy shit, that was awesome. And Velvet Sky felt so bad. She's like, oh, I, I really look now you'll have peppermint breath or whatever she was trying to like get out of it but it was so good that austin idol was like you really you really took that meaning of christmas away from me and i couldn't stop fucking laughing it was great not to mention kyle davis shows up with about 30 seconds left and he was pissed off that he wasn't invited to the party and joe galley kept saying you gotta check your spam mail bro i sent the email out last week he's like this isn't even your house this is the studio and he's like look what i was gonna give you and he held up the national wrestling alliance shirt and he's like i'm i'm out of here and joe galley goes what you don't think i have one of those already and then he passes out all right seems seems pretty funny there were there were oh, two yeah. matches. It was like Captain Yuma against somebody and uh, um, uh, friend of the show. What the hell's his name? The guy from the tag team, Captain Jay Bradley. Yeah, yeah, Jay Bradley won a match too, but it was nothing to write home about. It was just it was just two simple matches, you know, nothing to Chris, advance any kind of story. Christmas fun. Yeah, a little little fun, little silliest. And the best dude, the best or the worst part was after 
Joe Galley passes out. Kyle Davis comes back, takes the shirt away, and walks off. And then next thing you know, Joe Galley stands up, and everybody's like laughing. It was kind of like a break in the fifth wall. And then William Patrick came out, and he was like, like talking with everybody, and they all had a good laugh. So they ended the show realizing that Joe Galley, you know, it was all kind of just the PM. I'm sorry, you're good, being what? silly. What? I'm sorry, a, a good what? What do they have? A good what? A good laugh. A laugh. A, laugh. a good yes, laugh. Yes. Well, LOL. <laughs> a little LOL. Little shits good. and giggles. You're a good laugh. A uh, couple news and notes on GCW. Uh, oh, let me guess. Pizza cutter match with Nick Gage. No, uh, Ian Riccoboni will be on the call for Jonathan Gresham and Blake Christian at the Hammerstein Ballroom uh, pay-per-view on January 23rd. Oh, uh, is this why he was asking if he could say F-bombs on GCW? Gresham will be defending his uh, Ring of Honor World Championship there, if he still has it, after he defends it against Chris Saban. And Too Cold Scorpion. Oh, shit. He'll be defending it at GCW Say You Will. On January 15th. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about how these Ring of Honor, and we talked about it a little bit with Vincent, the, the fact that the Ring of Honor belts are still going to be defended in other companies. It's kind of remarkable. Well, the only one we've been seeing defended is the Ring of Honor World Championship right now. Yeah, but uh, it lends to believe that the others are going to as well. Right? I don't know. Gresham is quick to jump on it. I know, and I know Bandito will be appearing at Terminus, and he will be defending his Ring of Honor World Championship against uh, uh, Baron Black. We should have have a ladder match between Gresham and Bandito with both Ring of Honor titles above uh, above like Shawn Michaels, uh, Razor Ramon. Oh boy. Uh, other GCW news, Joey Janela will be wrestling Scotty Too Hotty on uh, January, on uh, New Year's Day at GCW's Die for This. I give I give Janela a lot of credit for stuff like that. Like, he always finds a way to pluck somebody you would never think would wrestle uh, Joey Janela, and then yet here it always is. I, th- I think him. that's I think that's more of a credit. And I believe in, in Joey so much, but GCW in general, like Scott Taylor is wrestling. Scotty too hotty is wrestling in GCW. Like who would have ever thought that, but he's like, he's like the perfect fit for GCW for some reason. Like, I don't know why. Maybe it's because they booked him, and maybe it's like post thinking, but like the worm dude, the worm is going to be so over when he does it in front of that crowd. I mean, they're going to eat look that at, shit look, up. Look at like like they don't book everyone that gets released, they like they don't and 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 Scotty quit so he didn't get released. But like the fact that they have their their pins in the in like who would work for them, and I think Scott Taylor fits GCW. I don't know a lot about GCW. Matt might know more than me, but like Cardona blended there, and I think I think Scotty Tuhati will too, and I think it's incredible. There's incredible things going on in GCW. Definitely uh, keep your eyes on them. They have a big weekend coming up, a bunch of uh, shows on New Year's Day uh, and New Year's Eve. Uh, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla has their full field of 16 for Battle of Los Angeles 2022. I'm going to run down the participants. Let's uh, do it, baby. 
we can uh, have one more news and notes and then get into our top 10 matches. Oh, I got a, I got a news and note, too. You're going to be very okay. surprised at this one. Uh, uh, Buddy Murphy. All right. Bandito. No. Jonathan Gresham. Leo Rush. Daniel Garcia. Lee Moriarty. Yeah. Jonah. Alex Shelley. Kevin Blackwood. A Black Torus. Jack Cartwheel. Aramis. Davey Richards. J.D. Drake. Ray Oris. And a mystery man will uh, round out the field for Battle of Los Angeles 2016. Uh, 2022. Jesus Christ. 2016. Holy shit, dude. Dude, that's as stacked a lineup as. Like, what do you like? What do you want? Like, that's it. That's the game. Yeah, that's, that's the gimmick. Huge, huge lineup. Huge lineup. Tony, what is your piece of news and notes? Well, we haven't heard much from the uh, beautiful country of Nigeria when it comes to professional wrestling uh, since we heard about the unfortunate events with the great power Udi, whose uh, wife turned up dead in their apartment and he was under questioning because instead of taking his wife to the hospital, he took her to the uh, the church so he could pray for her. Wait, yeah, wait, wait, we never wait, did wait. get a fault. Yeah, this is a while wait, ago. What? I know we've talked about this before. His this wife is right was in my sick. wheelhouse. And rather than take her to the hospital, he took her to the church and prayed for her and she... Of course, died because she needed medical attention. Oh, and, great uh, power. he was under he was under suspicion of murder. I w- I've never heard a follow up to this story, so I have so. no idea if Power Udi's in jail or whatever the deal is. But Kevin, so- oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. So he didn't he didn't undertake her to the hospital. Matt thoughts. That's good stuff. It's great radio. Matt Matt's holding the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, don't hold your paper up too long because I've just gotten word. Nigerian pastor Odumeje Indaboski Bahose, former said guest of the Sonic Wizards, he won the International Spiritual Wrestling Championship. This is in your wheelhouse, Kevin. After defeating Satan in a closed door match, he said he went for the match in Hellfire alone and emerged victoriously. The match had no referee or spectators, just Satan and the pastor. And there's a beautiful picture of the pastor with his championship belt. So congratulations to everyone in Nigeria. You have a new man presenting the spiritual side of professional wrestling. There you go. All hail the pastor. How in the world? How in the world is this in my wheelhouse? I don't know. He had a match against Satan. It was just the two of them. No referees, no cameras, and he emerged victorious. How does this... This, this, this is something you have to seek out, right? No, this somebody somebody I'm friends with on Facebook actually posted this thing. They're, they're, they're as much as the Nigerian wrestling as I am, I guess. Oh, so Mega Power is still alive. No, it I wish it was. That would have made the story all that much more perfect. But no, it was not Mega Powers. I mean, come on. Look at the pastor. He's got a great championship belt. I'm sure Satan was sad to lose that thing. Wow. <laughs> Special thanks to the, King, wow. the King Bakwe yeah, uh, Facebook yeah, page. Uh, He's the guy that's uh, on top of everything sports related in Nigeria. So there you go. Yeah. Apparently, I'm everybody's just, royalty in Nigeria. I'm just upset about this as you are, Matt. I'm not necessarily upset. I just don't know how to handle the news. Yeah, it's something true. else, right? It makes you feel more enlightened, like like more with the world. It concerns me if a man can beat Satan. Mm. Ah, 
He's a pastor. There's a difference. He's no mortal man. No, no, no normal mortal man. Yeah, see, I don't believe in the pastor, but I believe in Satan. So I could be a pastor tomorrow. I can get ordained in like five seconds online. Well, this is Nigeria, though. Somebody That's wants to know point. if he's about to face Cody Rhodes. Who? That guy. That guy also survived fire. <laughs> what? what are you? Somebody in the comments wrote, is he about to face Cody Rhodes? That guy also survived fire. Oh, you mean like in the comments to what you're reading? Yes. Oh, as opposed to what as opposed we would to post. Our comments. Yeah, yeah I thought like there was a comment over here I missed. Podcast. Yeah. Maybe I muted it because it was yeah. goofy. All right. Well, with that, uh, another one of our childhood wrestling heroes has passed away. Uh, Michael Jams. Michael James Penzel, sorry, Satan was in my ear, um, best known as Corporal Kirshner, yeah, the age of sixty-four. Yeah, one of the one of the first LJN figures I ever got, and I'm not gonna pretend like I was super up to date with Corporal Kirshner in the '80s. I wasn't, but I would go back and watch the flag match with him, Nikolai Volkov, and and the stuff that he did. He was actually in my LJN fig fed back in like 1990 him and Roddy Piper were tag team partners and uh I, I love I, I have a I have it upstairs I have the corporal curse in a figure and I absolutely adored it and it was probably one of the most toyetic wrestling figures of all time uh can't say that I watched a whole lot of corporal cursioner but I just know that like because of that figure that I enjoyed a hell of them uh so RIP Corporal Kirshner and had a great second act as Leatherface in uh, in Japan. So, guy did well. Matt, I got to ask you about that. Didn't didn't uh, during his stint as Leatherface, didn't he put a bed of nails on top of like Lamina Manumi or Deadly Fred and like start stomping on it? That's yeah, the Michael. prime minister of Nigeria. Did. Oh my God! Kate the Great Hensler, always always a shit stir. Tony Danielson and Cole is fine. Also, Tony, very invested in Nigerian, Nigerian Satan. <laughs> Listen, Kate, what can I tell you? I'm a man of uh, of distinct and uh, eclectic uh, desires and, and tastes when it comes to pro wrestling. I hate that you're smarter and funnier than me. I hate it. I hate it all. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like a personal problem there. Yeah. Hey, come on. But if you if you knew if you if you know the, the early days of the show. We uh we've learned the history of the great power Udi, who won his championship yeah. and his powers from the great power Mike before him, and Nigeria's been looking for a leader ever since. And I think the fine pastor is uh is on his way to uh immortality, as they say. That's what they so say. There you go. That's... I'm not following that guy. Yeah. No. The pastor. Yeah. I have Dude, he went into off. hell and defeat. He defeated Satan, bro. Come on. He didn't defeat Satan. Did, no. did Vince McMahon beat God? No, this guy no. beat Satan. That's he did not something. beat Satan. There were no fans. There was no referees. There was nothing. Mm. He just came. He probably went to fucking belts by Dan. Ordered a fucking championship belt. Had it shipped to Nigeria years ago because of COVID. It took forever to get there. Now he's got a belt. Everyone thinks he's fucking Jimmy Crackcorn famous. He's and walking you don't around care. With this goddamn fucking belt and he's telling fibs. Jimmy Crackcorn. Bunch of bullshit hogwash Nigerian nonsense. Hogwash. Hogwash. Hogwash Nigerian nonsense. That's right. That's a that's a college that people from Harry Potter didn't get into. Instead of Hogwarts, they went to Hogwash. Hogwash. 
Hogwarts. Hogwarts. What are you doing, Matt? I'm moving things around. There He's you moving go. And shaking. Matt, I'm actually very impressed that we only had one Nelly appearance tonight. You know what? I uh, I've been letting Nelly kind of do her thing. She uh, popped open the door up here. And uh, she's been exploring the house and hasn't been attacked by Muda, so maybe she tired herself out. All right, that works. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I miss her butt, but that's just me. <laughs> Kevin, I can take care of that and the messages, buddy. Nope. As many no problem. Hold pictures Please. as you want. As Please long as don't. you send Brian Knob's picture in the middle of them, that'd be <laughs> awesome. So as we wind 2021 down, I pose the question to you, fellas, because oh, I don't think we've ever done this. Top 10 matches of 2021. Don't ask 20 me, when? Don't ask me why I said it like that. <laughs> Matt, we know why you said it like that, because you can't when. speak. Yep. It's also true. I cannot speak. So we took a couple days, and I'd like to think the three of us composed the list of our top 10 matches from 2021. Who wants to kick off this fun little discussion? I mean, I Ten guess I, I, I will, I guess, unless Tony wants to. All right. Matt, you want to? Oh, damn it. I didn't want to do that. You raised your hand. No, I was doing this. Oh, I, I can't. I just, I closed the screen. Hold on. Wait, what'd you do? Oh, what did you do? Kevin's uh, top 10 matches of 2021. All right, here we go. Are we doing, it's not a guessing game, right? We're just listening. No, it's not oh, guessing. God, no. I want the show to end at a reasonable hour. Oh, shut up, Tony. <laughs> We're recording again tomorrow at one o'clock in the afternoon. Starting early so we could finish early. Um, all right. I tried. So my number 10 is Josh Alexander versus Christian Cage for the Impact Wrestling Championship at Bound for Glory. Now, granted, the ending wasn't the best. Like, what we saw after the fact wasn't the greatest, but I absolutely love that match. Josh Alexander winning the Impact Championship is my number 10. Thoughts? I I like it. It's a good pick. It was a great match. The story was there. They told a great story. Yeah. All right. All right. So I'll just I'll just run I'm run through them all. Um. Uh, my number nine is from Final Battle, December eleventh. The Briscoes versus OGK. Ooh. Absolutely love that match. Maybe a little bit of recency bias, but I have such an affinity for all four people in this match that I just absolutely loved it, and I had to include it in my top ten. Number eight is Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. At the Great American Bash NXT show. Uh, I mean, come on, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, what they're doing now together again is just incredible. But this match was, if go back and watch it, it was super awesome. Uh, number seven is also a show from Final Battle uh, 2021 Shane Taylor versus Kenny King. Uh, I absolutely love this match. Uh, the, the hardcoreness of it, the the anything goes atmosphere that was just clearly involved in it was just super fun. And it was, it was incredible. Again, a lot of this is recency bias and there's probably a lot of matches that I'm forgetting, but let's just go right down to number six, Deanna Perazu, uh versus Mickey James for the, for the women's knockouts championship at bound for glory. Mickey James defeats Deanna Perazu. I'm just a, a fan of both of these women so much. So I absolutely love that match. And I think it should be shared everywhere. Uh, number five, I'm, uh, you guys will probably have this. I'm sure Matt will have this on his list, probably a little bit higher. But Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks at All Out. Absolutely. It's a completely different uh, match. 
of a wrestling match. Crash, bang, boom, bingity bong. Loved it all. So, so good. Uh, number four, Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker at St. Patrick's Day Slam. Uh, That's the bloody Britt Baker match. I think it was incredible. I'm, uh, and it was just so good. And I'm again, I'm pulling these all out like from my, my head, which stinks. Um, number three, you ready for this one, boys? Yes. Matt Cardona versus Nick Gage. Oh. Matt, Matt Cardona winning the GCW World Heavyweight Championship at homecoming. So that's my uh, number three uh, on this list. Number two, Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, Dynamite, draw. Loved it. I was watching it. I was babysitting my nieces, but they were asleep, so I was able to watch this trick with some white claws. Absolutely loved it. And number one, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, WrestleMania, main event. Just the moment was too epic. Just It had to be number one for me. Uh, I loved the match. I loved what it meant for wrestling. And so that's why it's number one. So Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, main event, WrestleMania. That's my, that's my top 10. I like that number one, dude. I really do. I hate that number three, but I like that number one. I had I typed it in as a rib. No, I, I, look, it's fair enough. Like these are these are matches I've seen, so you're not going to see. I didn't match any of mine with yours, and I'm probably going to maybe match one or two with Matt. But uh, we'll see what happens when we get there. I didn't so. see any of your faces, by the way. Like, what what did you did you guys cringe at more any of them or what? No, just that number three. I had my I notes like, really, on the screen. But, no, no, you were fine. You were fine. Uh, Kate actually found all of Tony's picks. <laughs> Uh, first past year, part one, part two, point three, part five, part four. I, if only I had a crystal ball, Kate, I'd be able to see into the future and see how the rematches go. No, I like your top 10 list, Kevin. It was good. It covered a bunch of different promotions and we had a couple of the same matches, me and you. Oh, so all right. So I'm sure Matt and I will match as well, but unfortunately I did not match any with Kevin. Uh, my number 10, uh, Nick Aldis. NWA Championship versus Aaron Stevens from Back for the Attack, March 21st, 2021. Stevens was coming back. The NWA was coming back. Uh, we had just lost Josephus at this point. It was a, it was an emotional show, an emotional moment for Aaron Stevens. I thought he looked really great in this match with Nick Aldis. They told a great story. Unfortunately, Nick Aldis goes on to retain the championship. But for a coming back party for the NWA, this was a great main event match. I love this match. Number nine, title versus title from Fightland 3. Alexander Hammerstone versus Jacob Fatu. Uh, nice. Uh, Hammerstone actually gets hurt near the end of this match. Uh, it didn't slow him down one bit, though. This match was everything it needed to be. It had the hype around it. It was broadcast on TV. And uh, Alexander Hammerstone, after a near two-year chase, Becomes your new MLW world champion. That was uh, October 2nd, 2021. Number eight, the only other NWA match I think I have on the list. Camille defeating Serena Deeb for the NWA Women's Championship at When Our Shadows Fall, June 6th, 2021. Serena Deeb was amazing in this match. Yeah. Camille admittedly is still green. She's gone on to have great matches with like legit Layla and uh, Melina after this. But what a coming out party for her. And Serena was like the greatest opponent she could have had. Awesome match. Number seven from All Out 2021, CM Punk versus Darby Allen. You would think CM Punk would have showed a little more ring rust in this match. That wasn't the case. He worked well with Darby Allen, and Darby Allen is a bump machine. 
when he flies through those ropes, he's not setting anything up. He's not looking for timing. He just throws himself like a fucking missile, and whatever he hits, he takes down with him. This was a great match and a great welcome back for CM Punk. That was September 7th of this year. Number six, from WWE WrestleMania Backlash for the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. This fucker came out of nowhere. Cesaro was built up once again, and people were really starting to feel for me. Unfortunately, he came up short, but this was a hell of a match, and I don't think enough people talk about this even this late in the year. That was, May, that was from May 16th. Uh, number five, Roman Reigns in his second appearance, the triple threat match from WrestleMania 37 night two against Reg and uh, Edge, Reg, Jesus, <laughs> I get like Matt now, and Daniel Bryan. Uh, this was another great match, and everybody thought like maybe Daniel Bryan was going to win. They started playing around with like who was the face, who was the heel. Still didn't take away from a great triple threat match. I know a lot of people don't like him at WrestleMania, but this one actually worked for me. Uh, number four, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Wrestle Kingdom 15, night two for the Never Openweight Championship. Shingo Takagi takes on Jeff Cobb. Holy fuck, this stole the show for night two, and I remember it just like it was yesterday. They beat the piss out of each other. It was an amazing match. That was from back in January 5th. Number three, we're going back to AEW. MJF versus Darby Allen from Full Gear from November 13th. This was another amazing match. Yeah, two guys. Match. I mean, Darby Allen, like I said, he's a bump machine. MJF is just in another world. He should not be this good at this point in his career, but he is. The story was great. The match was great. It's tops on a lot of people's list. Number three on my list. Number two, going back to New Japan, Tetsuya Naito versus Kota Ibushi. Title for title, WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania Wrestle Kingdom 15, night right. one. Back from January 4th. What can I say? He's my fuck boy. It was his big coming out party. Son of a bitch had two championships. I know a lot of people gave him shit about 25 hours in a day and all this and that. But for two fucking stalwarts of New Japan having this great of a match to finish off night one, amazing. And my number one, my number one. I had never seen these guys wrestle before until I watched them on this show. And this was fucking off the charts. Blew the roof off the place. Ilja Dragunov takes on Walter for the NXT UK Championship and defeats him. Boy, you want to talk about chopped meat chests on this one. This was fucking great. And Walter being as a big fucking moose as he is, what a match he worked. These guys told a great story. The underdog finally pulls it out. We got a new NXT UK champion. That was back on August 22nd, TakeOver 36. That's my list. From yeah. what I saw, I think that's a hell of a list. It's a great list. I, Both I, of you guys with great lists. Uh, Matt, I, I feel like me, that Walter. I feel like that Walter Dragunov match is going to be on your list too. I feel like uh, Kevin, me and you had three of the same, and Tony, me and you had two. All right. Uh, let's see what the peanut gallery has to say. Uh, Matthew Birch, damn, Reigns versus Arwen is an incredible pull by Tony. Definitely deserving of a spot on a top ten of twenty twenty one list. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> What else we got? All right, let's see if I can fill in a couple blanks here for you guys. Uh, number 10, Kevin had this on his list uh, from Ring of Honor's final battle. OGK against the Briscoes, just a, a fitting way for Ring of Honor to kind of end their end their existence as we know it. Uh, end of an era, the Briscoes and OGK put everything on the line during this match. It was fucking bonkers city. Um, number nine for me is actually from Impact Wrestling, the Josh Alexander TJP Iron Man match. Yes, 
and job. that was because they did that on BTI and continued it on to Impact. I thought about that too, very much. Yeah, so. this is a awesome, awesome match. Definitely, if you're looking to, to watch something from Impact, definitely go out of your way. Definitely check out the matches Kevin mentioned too. Impact had a lot of sneaky sleeper uh, bangers this year. I know Tony likes when I say banger, so I'll throw that out there. Uh, number eight. Tony added on his list as well for me. Roman Reigns versus Edge versus uh, Daniel Bryan from WrestleMania 37. I thought the story was great. Um, these guys busted it all uh, in the ring, and uh, I thought they just told a great story. So that made it to my list at number eight. Uh, number seven, we go to New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax 31. Shingo Takagi, Big Tom Ishii. Um, kind of in the same vein as Tony's Jeff Cobb, Shingo Takagi. Uh, these guys beat the fucking dog shit out of each other. Uh, and just a hard, hard hitting, strong style match. Uh, definitely would recommend it if you're looking for a little kick ass action there. Uh, number six for me, me and Kevin had it. Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, uh, unsanctioned, lights out. Fucking man, what a match for both these ladies. It, it, it was that St. Patrick's Day show, right, Matt? Yes. Yeah, um, so that was number six for me. Well, I mean, what more can you say, right? Uh, number five, Adam Page, Kenny Omega, Full Gear. I mean, the story's been there for two-plus years. We've been following it. I thought they had an awesome match, and uh, the ending with Adam Page uh, raising his hand there was just unbelievable for me. Uh, number four. It's recent. Winter is coming. Adam Page, Brian Danielson. They gave us a fucking hour on TV, and I thought it was spectacular. Uh, I know a lot of yeah. people may not have enjoyed it that much, but I thought it was a beautiful, beautiful piece of wrestling. Uh, number three for me, and me and Kevin both had this. Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, Dynamite Grand Slam, 30-minute time limit draw. Uh, it was the dream match we've all been waiting for, um, and we finally got it, and they delivered, and they gave us just enough where we want more. And I don't think the, the story is, is done there with those guys. Uh, number two is Tony's number one, uh, Walter versus dragon off NXT takeover 36. Uh, I mean, Tony said it, these guys beat the fucking dog shit out of each other. It's a great wrestling match. Uh, I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, and my number one from wrestle kingdom 15 night one, even though he lost Kota Ibushi, Jay white, what a fucking match. What a story. I said it when they had it at the beginning of the year that I thought it was going to be match of the year. And I'm very biased because, you know, I love Jay White, no matter what Tony says. But it was my favorite match of the year. And I watched a lot of fucking wrestling. So. uh, So that's that for my top 10. That's the thing, man. Like that match was so great on that show. But fucking Takagi and Cobb just did something for me, man. It just it was I got another planet in my head. It was insane. And look, a year is, it's, you know, you have to kind of go back and look through a lot of old wrestling shows and yeah. cards. And, you know, I was, I had fucking Jordan Grace against Deanna Perazzo on my list. And I didn't realize that was from 2020 when they did the Iron Woman match. <laughs> Dude, Deanna Perazzo is like probably, the, in my opinion, is probably the wrestler of the year right now. Like to me is Deanna Perazzo. Now, Kevin, you said you had a really before we went on air. You said you had a super long list. What were a couple matches that you left off that you were right oh, there on the I, cusp? Oh, I don't have them on. Um, <laughs> Edge, oh, I don't know if you had them right at the. No, no, period. no. I don't have them on the. Uh, Edge, Seth Rollins, I think, was there with the Hell um, in the Cell, or 
Yeah, for, uh, from the Crown Jewel, unfortunately. Yeah, it was a great um, match. I think a lot of Josh Alexander. I think I had the Josh Alexander TJP match on there. Um, I, a lot of the like the six ways, which I wanted to keep off, like the Ultimate X match with like uh, Rohit, uh, Ace Austin, and and uh, uh, God uh, Chris Sabin. All those guys. I, I just kept off multi man matches, and uh, but I just wanted to to just keep this really good. And I think I, I think I did a pretty good job. Tony, was there anything that? Uh... I know you kind of said you were searching for that 10th. I, uh, well, I mean, I did have 10. I mean, uh, the other one that I was thinking of was, uh, Banks and, uh, and, uh, Bel Air from WrestleMania. There was another one. I think it was Bel Air and Bailey from Hell in a Cell. Did they have a Hell in a Cell match this past year? I seem to remember Bailey was trying to recreate the, uh, kendo sticks between the cage and the ring spot again or something like that. I didn't really look into it because I, I at that point I had my top ten, but another uh, match that I was going through. I don't know. Twenty. It's a lot of days. It's a it's a lot of wrestling shows to like try to to, to dive into and try to figure out. But no, I think all three of us put together. I think all three of us. Yeah, put, it was. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, Kev. Hell in a Cell. Yes, yeah, that was another good match. But yeah, sorry, Cardona Engage. You know what? You know what, Kate? Cardona Engage was number eleven for me. Makes you feel better. There you go. Listen, it was just it was. It's because of that. You, Kate, she knows. Stop being stupid, Kate. And I give uh, I give Matthew Birch a, a a big thumbs up on this one. Yeah, this was when Jay White was kind of spiraling out of control, where he was like he was ready to quit the business. Right? This 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 loss to Ibushi in night two kind of sent him on that spiral. You know, and unfortunately for me, unfortunately for Matt, he decided to come back. So there you go. Don't be, don't be a hater, Tony. Look, man, not everybody could be the wonderful pastor from Nigeria beating Satan in a in a closed room match. They can't. I had uh, but Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, thirty seven did was on the cusp, uh, and then a bunch of New Japan matches for me. Thirty seven. Yeah, WrestleMania thirty seven. WrestleMania thirty seven. Oh, I thought you said you had thirty seven matches. No, 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 no. I had four. That didn't make it. Abushi Desperado from the forty ninth anniversary show. Uh, Jay White, Big Tom, that happened in November at Battle in the Valley, and uh, oh, ah, sorry, Nelly. Ah, there she is, Nelly Bond. Uh, Shingo versus Osprey at Wrestling Dantaku twenty twenty one. I'm sure those matches would have cracked my list, but I just don't watch enough of it to do it. So I just yeah, that's the thing. Like going back, it's like there was so many matches that I might have considered, but I didn't. I didn't watch them, and I think it'd be well. Well, well, that's the list. The list was the best matches that you've seen. Yeah, so it it wasn't the best matches of the year. It's what you watched. Right. So, Matt, did you have the Young Bucks uh, Lucha Brothers match on your? I did not. Okay. Any reason why? No, no particular reason why. I was uh, there's. a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah. Yeah. No, we all, I think we all had great lists. Yeah. Of course. Cause we're the greatest. That's a very good point. We are. We, we brought, we brought a young lady's wrestling career back. Uh, and yeah. Thanks to Matt. Yeah. Thank you. It was all Matt. Yeah. Of course. Matt. Matt, we bow to you. Hey, listen, the fact that she, I don't know if it was uh tongue in cheek or not, but the fact that she admitted it, that's huge. Oh, that works as magic. She's a very kind individual. She's she is. Dude, she's all smiles, all sparkles, all sp- sparkles. All rainbows and butterflies. She's just like the best. So we'll see you. how rainbowy and sparkly you guys are after I fucking win the picks again this year. 
Well, so. we, we don't have much much time left. There's a couple more uh, pay-per-views. Uh, Tony is at 193.72 and 1. Kevin is at 186.79 is 1. Matt is at... Um, so, yeah, there's that going on. So uh, we got uh, <laughs> Day 1, Wrestle Kingdom, and Hard to Kill. Oh, we got four shows left. Yeah. Coming for you, T-Doc. So, be an interesting time. Uh, yes, it will. I think that's it, boys. Yeah, that is it. I'm done. All I'm right. okay well, with it if you guys are. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go watch the Dolphins win another game. <laughs> oh, are they winning? They're winning. They're winning. They're looking to go seven in a row. They're in the playoff hunt. So, I actually have something to cheer for since uh, I didn't make my fantasy football playoffs. I'll make some dinner. I lost in the first round of mine. And I'll start preparing for next week's show, the first of 2022. We hope you all 2022. Yes. I think that's it. Uh, I hope everyone has a happy new year. You're safe. Um, You take care of yourself. I don't know. What do you guys have to say? Yeah, just Uh, be careful. Like Matt said earlier from amateur hour. Don't be stupid. Yeah. Don't drink and drive. Don't do anything stupid like that nonsense. Just have fun. Enjoy your family. Enjoy everything. Rest in peace, Tommy. I love you. I love you, Tommy. Be well, everyone. Matt? Tony? Good night, Gracie? You son of a bitch. I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave 2021 like that. Say something else, Tony. Make sure you uh, you join us next Monday night uh, for episode 566. Uh, I don't have any guests lined up yet, but we'll see what happens. That's uh, and we'll have a ton to talk about. Right? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Sure, it'll be a busy week in wrestling. We'll have Dynamite. We'll have NXT. We'll have a new NWA tomorrow night. Yay. Uh, pay-per-view. We'll go have picks to go over. Saturday pay-per-view. Yep. That's special, it. Th- special thanks once again to Kayla Sparks at Kayla Sparks 24-7 on the socials. And uh, don't forget, Against the Ropes is coming soon. We are getting the premiere, so suck it. We get to see it before you do, but we'll tell you how awesome it is once we see it. We will. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, No matter where you are listening to this podcast for and watching us live, just subscribe uh, and tell your friends. Give us a follow. Oh, I got a new ending. I got a new ending for the show. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. The Shining Wizards is closed. That was it. That, Press the button. That, that's what. <laughs> that was your. I thought you were gonna play something. <laughs> that was terrible. What am I gonna play? Hey, time to go home. Get the fuck out of here. Twenty twenty two is the next new year. This year's over.